What's up and welcome to another MoGraph MoCast. I'm Dave. And I'm Matt. Joining us today is our good friend, Mr. Aaron Sorensen. How's it going? And MoGraph is a supplement to our site, MoGraph.com, which is a motion graphic tutorial site with tutorials, plugins, podcasts, and other MoGraph stuff. And on the show, we talk about everything ranging from motion graphics to Cinema 4D, After Effects plugins, render engines, doing business, doing taxes, being a contractor, or working with a man. You can email us, info at MoGraph.com. Let us know what you think about the show. Questions, comments, concerns, queries, grievances, artist suggestions, show topic ideas. We're on MoGraph.com. We're on the YouTubes. If you go to mm -hmm. youtube.com slash MoGraph, we got that. If you want to yeah. add us, we got that. You can at MoGraph, and, and you can ask us a question. Please send us your, your emails. If it's something super noob and you feel kind of shy about asking it, you know what? That's fine. If it's something technical, uh, we love to talk about the technical stuff. We love to talk about uh, everything. So, like, if you have questions, if you're, if you're a new designer, an old designer... If you have uh, concerns about the industry and where it's going or what you need to be doing, we'd like to get all sorts of questions. So we will address mm -hmm. those. We love the topic ideas. So send them in. You can hit us up on all the platforms. We're around. Yep. We don't post on them much, but we're watching. Mm -hmm. We're lurking. Watching you. We're on the TikToks and everything, <laughs> you know. Yep. So we don't do the – you know what I, I, you know what I think hell is? Hmm. Hell is a TikTok account where it's all part ones and you, there's no part two. Oh. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. There's what do you mean there's yeah. no part two? Or there's a part two and a part three and a part four, but then no part five. Oh, that's even. So oh, you go man. through and like they haven't updated to part five yet. It's you like... watch the cop video and the cops got the guy on the ground and you want to know right. what happens next and. Yep. Nothing. Nothing. Mm. What happened? Courtney. What happened? <laughs> you yeah. want to know what happens? Go follow my YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do the whole video on my YouTube. Yeah. Join my Patreon for $15 a month. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then, I do it for you, <laughs> Kermit. That Kermit? Oh, what was that? It was yeah. that dude, that's, it's a new dude. meme. Oh, yeah. You're not on that one? Dude, you're nah. streets behind, you know, if you're not on the, the Kermy meme. Algorithm hasn't <laughs> caught up. I did I did right? a yeah. stupid TikTok to it yesterday. It was Cinema 4D. Well, we just talked about it, so now it's going to pop up. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah absolutely. <clears throat> yep. I, yeah. I got to tell you, what was it I was doing <clears throat> last week? There were – oh, I, I was getting my test results from the doctor, right? Mm -hmm. And it was a cholesterol test. And mm -hmm. what was the other one? I forget what the I forget what the other one was. But the two things that I had just looked up, I started getting ads for on TikTok. There's two Dude. two different uh, types of things. Like one was for if you have high cholesterol, and it's like, man, like, yeah, that was weird. Way to go! Oh yeah, uh, phones are always listening, dude. Yeah, always. I've just accepted. I'm like, I don't have privacy. Mm -hmm, period. Right. It just doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> I take cholesterol medicine, but not for high cholesterol. Oh. It's for my tum tums. <laughs> oh, to make my tum tums better. Yeah, um, it's nice. I have something interesting to say about last week's show, and I would kind of like feedback if anybody heard it because I didn't sit and listen to the whole thing. But um, <laughs> we tried enhancing it with AI audio last week. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Now we won't do this every week. This isn't a regular week thing, but. Um, 
we had the recording and this this week's great we all got these nice mics you know yeah but, but rev always sounds like microphone. he's in a tin can right you know he was on his webcam mic in a completely right. empty like echoey office so because that's I, where you know people can't spring for the the nice recording no. studio that's where <laughs> he's locked. i mean that's his his cell he's only let out to you know play in the yard you should a just do the podcast do my daily warehouse have you, you know gotten my dailies done yet the warehouse yeah <laughs> Yeah, he should just sit in the center of the warehouse. If I was if I was people, yeah. I would sit in the center of the warehouse and have a camera like like way far away. Way far, yeah. <laughs> and just be teeny and just nothing around me. <laughs> Look how loud I have to yell. He's just What's like, up, bro? It's all echoing. What? Yeah. <laughs> so Dude, we, would... we tried it. We tried a, the, the Adobe podcast thing with it, and it mm -hmm. sounded freaking fantastic. It sounded it like sounded he was really on good, a yeah. profesh mic. So right? oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I recommend it. Amy listened to it. She didn't say anything about the audio being bad. You, you get some glitches every once in a while. You know, <laughs> they sound like yeah. MPEG glitches, but they're right, 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 right. You know, or if people talk over each other, it kind of gets confused. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but, you know, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. <clears throat> I've been using it for my TikTok videos because when mm -hmm. I splice them all together. And they're all in different places, you know, one's closer to the air conditioning, one yeah. I'm holding the phone in my hand, so it kind of made it sound a little muffled. It mm -hmm. just flattens the whole thing, and it's, like, super even. What's, what's crazy about it, I have actually, I, I, I did notice that you were doing that, because the audio sounds so good mm -hmm. in comparison to, like, the handheld video, <laughs> you know, or right. whatever. It, it's like... I don't know. I've, I've noticed that with a few other TikToks where the audio sounds, like, amazing. And it's like... Well, some they, people use yeah. those, you know, DJ, the DJI mics yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But, you know. The thing I don't Dude, that like TikTok about you that... sent the other day of the DJI, like, the handheld thing, that yeah. was cool. That was yeah. super cool. Yeah, it's, it's just a, a little clip idea. for the wireless DJI thing that makes it look like it's a handheld mic. Yeah, that was really cool. neat. Put yeah. this and it's made by Rode, and you just stick this right inside of it, and, then, yeah. you know, nobody's going to... No one's gonna know. Who's gonna know? Wait, it goes in your phone. Nobody's gonna know. No, it goes. It's like no. a fake microphone that you just stick this little wireless thing in. So if you're yeah. doing like a broadcast and you want to have a handheld mic, you know. Oh, that's cool. Um, it's a great idea. Gosh, this thing is still charged after all, all yeah. that time. It has. Wait, so <laughs> wow. What was the AI plugin you used for the audio? It's the Adobe. Adobe. Adobe's yeah. okay. Yeah, that's awesome. Adobe I'll have to go check that out. Yeah, and you can tell that they're coming out with a um, a new. Uh, well, they, I mean, they showed a, a like a preview of it on the website. Uh, you can sign up for beta, but you can tell they're coming out with something that's going to be just like Descript pretty soon, where mm -hmm. it transcribes everything. You can edit mm -hmm. and everything. And I got to tell you, editing with um, transcripts, Descript. yeah, is the best. Because oh yes. Yeah. You get like you you record in bulk. You get all of your clips and you put them in, and you just you can see here's the three times I read this line. Copy mm -hmm. paste, copy paste. Move them around where they need to go, and you've got an edit. It's that easy. Yeah, man. You can even I, that would have been that uh, would have saved so much time back in the day. Like yeah. I had a guy who would come in, he'd shoot all of his stuff, he'd get the entire things transcribed, and then he would mark down the times, and we would have to go through, and we'd have to cut it all together. That would have mm -hmm. saved us. Well, he wouldn't have come to us. <laughs> if that were yeah, you know. yeah. You cut and paste everything, and and you can mm -hmm. go in the menu and say remove any spaces shorter than whatever. And for TikTok, mm -hmm. you just, you know, you 
you purposely butt your words up against each other for TikTok. Uh-huh. So it does all of that for you. Um, so if you're trying to get like a bunch of like talking head stuff out, man, so great. Yeah. But, um, yeah. yeah, dude, these AI, you know, we were talking about before the show is it's, it's getting integrated into all the software we already have, mm-hmm. like, and pretty quick, like even, I, I don't know if you guys know, like in Blender, they have, I think they brought in you know stable diffusion. What? <laughs> I know. Sorry, I love sorry. Blender. I'm not going to lie. It's freaking <laughs> great. But like Blender has a tool that will basically, I think it uses stable diffusion and it will generate textures. Like you can oh, cool. prompts in Blender yeah. and it will create a texture for you. Like That's a, cool. Yeah, and I'm like, Jules was talking about implementing uh, basically the same idea in uh, Octane, you yeah, know, yeah. which would be amazing. Um, yeah. Dude, that'd be insane. And even like, <clears throat> even like the idea of rendering, like, you know, we, we always talk about like, different render engines and stuff. I'm like, well, what is a rendered image? It's, it's trying to replicate like something that's real, like photo real. Mm-hmm. And so it's like if you have like a render engine that's going into some type of AI – it would basically mm. be able to interpolate like light and reflection maybe better. It would be use the data from the render engine and from like photo like hybrid. That's yeah. that's an interesting yeah. idea. Like uh, throwing in throwing like having AI see where like okay, it's like this is a lighting setup, this is the interaction that I get with it. You know? Yes. Yep. And like Okay, here's a new lighting setup. This is what this result looks like, and yeah. so on and so mm-hmm. on. And then being able to say, okay, here's my lighting setup. Give me a rendered image like instantaneously, it, you know, exactly. or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it would interpolate, and there would be no more noise. And yeah, and so instead reduce... of rendering, you, yes. it's actually just using AI it, in order AI to create the images. Yeah, it's, 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 it's like a denoiser, but it's. I almost think it would be even better than that because it would be able to be mm-hmm. like, oh, I see you have a light right here. And mm-hmm. like based off of all the information I have and based off of where you have it positioned, it would be able to interpolate like how – like a more realistic version of like mm-hmm. how many bounces there need to be. At, yeah. Like multi-scattering, like everything. So I'm like mm-hmm. it actually could become like render engines end up using AI to create way more photorealistic images like That's faster really than ever, concept. which right. is insane. Yeah. I just yeah. wonder. And uh, then, trademark uh, Aaron Sorensen and the Mobrat <laughs> Podcast. Hybrid know. AI <laughs> octane render engine. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I just need, I think that's where it's going to be going. I think yeah. that like render engines, because it's like what, what was you know we've talked about this in the past, but like what's happened? What happened with GPU renderings? Everything got way faster, you know, mm-hmm. with just traditional rendering, and then Unreal Engine has gotten more it, it didn't look Unreal good engine. but now it's looking more photorealistic and so we're slow that line's closing mm-hmm. and i think that ai might come in and <laughs> all rendering might just become like a real-time thing yeah and, and it, like it'll just be filling in the gaps See, but i don't know i don't know like uh, think about how much time it takes think about how much time it takes just using like you know I don't know how fast it is with stable diffusion, but you know it, it takes a minute or so with uh, yeah. Mid Journey, right? Sure. Like, which you can sometimes render faster than that. <laughs> yes. But if you're not having to tweak your lights lights at all, you know, and you're just saying this is how it's set up, I don't know. It's yeah, it's going to get faster well, though. Yeah, it'll get faster. But okay, so because AI is all about input, right? Yeah. So 
if your input is also like it's looking at your materials and it like and you're naming them properly where it's like this is dirt material mm -hmm. so it's gonna right. be like okay i know how what dirt looks like in the real world and i know what they're doing mm -hmm. and i know like what attributes make something look like dirt and mm -hmm. so it would look at your materials it would look at your normal maps it would look at everything all the information that you give it like your z depth so mm -hmm. say oh i know and you know where something is in depth of space like i know exactly how, like what its properties would look like mm -hmm. it would know the lens you're using and it would be like here's attributes that you didn't maybe think of and it would fill in the gap mm -hmm. so i i think that there will it, it'll there'll be a point where it's like ai and render mm -hmm. engines are going to be like together yeah um because you're able, you're able to give it more information than just typing in a prompt. Right. I want this. You're Have you seen the? Uh, I think there's a a plugin that someone created for both Blender and C4D where they're using Stable Diffusion, where you just kind of set something up mm -hmm. and then you hit go, and then it renders out basically a Stable Diffusion AI image of whatever it is that you're making. You know, yeah. and I think you may give it an actual prompt or something mm -hmm. as well. Okay, like this is a a vase. I you want know, oh, wow. like full voice though, because first of all, it's the voice recognition and things like uh, you know these dinguses that we have. I won't say the name of them. Mm -hmm. uh, you know that recognize voice are actually pretty good at recognizing the voice. It's the interpretation that that kind of still sucks. And mm -hmm. yeah, you, know, you put that into the Chat GPT and you have some <laughs> sort of you know thing where you could say, yeah. "Hey, I need a normal map of this." And it's like, yeah. bing, okay, here you yep, go. Yeah. Like, you can just yep. talk to it and ask you ask it to do things for you while you're mm -hmm. well, creating. I, I literally just saw this morning someone post on their story that for on your phone, you know yeah. who. The she, yeah. Yeah, dingus. <laughs> you, can, you can actually get chat GPT. It, it's, it's working her, with Siri. Yeah. And all you said it. And Google. Oh, no, it's, no. it's a her but pro mode and she access she'll access um chat gpt interesting yeah and, and was, talk to you through chat gpt it was, was it don, don allen don allen yes. yeah don yeah. yeah that dude man. dude yeah I, but he set up a bot in his uh inbox yeah so if you send it to him then he'll just send you to somebody's youtube video that knows exactly how to do oh that's funny and you can set it up i was gonna do it before like this morning i was like oh my gosh i'm like i gotta do that yeah well no wonder i couldn't get on chat gpt yeah. this morning it's probably because <laughs> of him yeah yeah everybody's on Siri <clears throat> with it yeah but well, i just googled it because i was like i don't want your chat bot i'm, I'm just yeah. gonna i'm just gonna google it but oh sad sorry um Tom. You didn't give them those <laughs> marketing points or whatever. Um, but yeah, even like chat GPT, it's just it like that is a whole nother thing. You know, we could talk about it. It's just like that's going to revolutionize so many things. And right now, because I think the database it's pulling from isn't the Internet. I think someone pulled down information from certain places and they have it collected somewhere right, off of right. the Internet that mm -hmm. it's accessing. But it's and so everything that chat GPT does like can you ask it it's all theory it's like in theory xyz should work and it can write you code and stuff in theory but if it has access to the internet it'll be the theories yeah. tested against reality mm -hmm. and when you start when chat gpt starts interacting with reality and like testing its ideas mm -hmm. we're gonna like that is that's gonna like that'll change everything yeah. like that's gonna be revolutionary L levels mm -hmm. of stuff is gonna happen 
like the, the information you'll be access to, like, I don't know. It, it's going to be wild. Well, what do you think about, let, you know, like the whole art station thing? Did you see the art station yes. thing where everybody was doing yeah. the circle slash no AI? Yes. Uh, what do you think um, about that? I don't understand yeah. what they were. Were they just saying we don't like AI art? We shouldn't. We shouldn't. We should ban AI art from ArtStation. I, yeah. I don't understand. They're upset Was that, that it? people are using other people's art to train the AIs. That's the main okay. Thing exactly. Right now. Yeah. And I get that. I, I, yes, but how how do we learn how to make a a a, a, a beeple render by looking at beeple's renders and like sure. taking but that's stuff the point. from his? That's that's the whole point. It's using so, his IP. You know. I, I'm actually um, – I actually don't think that – it is just my opinion. I think there should be another type of website that is just for sharing AI art because I think that yeah. there should be a separation between mm -hmm. traditional artists, artists that make stuff, artists that like – it takes a skill. I actually – sorry if I offend anyone. I don't like people being like, I'm a prompt artist. I think that's <laughs> – I'm a like, professional like, Google searcher. Yeah, yeah. I, I just think that's a little like – you're not an artist. Like you, you are typing a prompt – there's no artistic skill that's involved in that. You're mm -hmm. you're collecting a bunch of words and and putting them in a prompt. And I and, there's a skill, and I also copy and paste the same prompt that someone is an artist, and I, I would get the same result. So right. it's just mm -hmm. like I don't like people calling themselves I'm a prompt artist, and it's taken no craft, no skill. Yeah, it's you have to do something with it. Like yeah, mm -hmm. like if you you could be like I I appreciate somebody who's very good at doing prompts for. Mm -hmm artboards you know yeah. or yeah, style yeah, sure. frames whatever sure but absolutely like, yeah. i've done it yeah yeah but i think the problem so the problem i think with a lot that artists are having with ai and and i would agree is it ai wouldn't have anything if it wasn't for artists like it's pulling from people's years of experience like that we've put online on ArtStation, mm -hmm. and so it's that and it's basically taking your artwork and the things you put time in, and it's just mashing it all together with other people's stuff. Mm -hmm. And I, and so people feel like it's a little bit, it's like taking someone's work. Like if I, right. so if, if there was an AI bot for music and it was taking popular songs, like mm -hmm. artists would freak out and be like, you're, that's copyright. Dude. You're taking my oh, music. Oh, it's happening. Oh, it's happening we, yeah, we got already. a TikTok we'll send you. Oh, yeah. It's okay. so crazy. good. It was yeah, dropping and some so fat crazy. beats. Yeah, exactly. But if it's just... But if AI is just creating its own midis and creating its own song, that's different than being like, I'm going to take the most popular songs and I'm going to cut them up and pull pieces from them and put mm -hmm. create a new thing. Right. Artists would freak out. Labels mm -hmm. would freak out. They would be like, you can't do that. And I feel like when it's like tradition, when it's just like images, there's not that level of like respect. Where it's just like, like there's I see these like prompt prompt people being like, what's the big deal? And it's like, yeah, you're using other people's art. Like there's a difference between getting in, looking at an RP, getting inspired and then creating something versus just taking it and cut like and slapping it together and calling it your own and not giving mm -hmm. all the artists that put the work into that. Well, so it's, that's how it's I, not a it you know it's not like you're gonna get a you know Buzz Lightyear with nipples directly <laughs> into what you're doing either. Like mm -hmm. it's not it's not any part of the image that's actually in the new image, you know and yeah that that's why this is so hard because it's like yeah. it's a style it you know yeah i i don't know how i feel about it you know i know and and i go back and forth because i'm also like it i've used it because i'm just like sweet i want to go play with the newest and latest and greatest and understand it and understand what's happening and like is it incredible absolutely and it's like and i've used it and been like 
inspired and then created something from it. Like been like, mm-hmm. I've used it on a recent job. We are pitching a look and a feel. And so we just use that for like a look and a feel. And then I went off and am creating like the actual like 3D images, but it helped us kind of guide, it helped get the idea out there. But it'll get yeah. you know better and better and better. I mean, it it is revolutionized the way that I create my own personal stuff. Like yeah. the way that I brainstorm, the way yes. that I I I I just I felt like I had some sort of block before it came along, and I've talked about this a bit on the, yeah. quite a bit on the show. But like, I feel like I'm actually developing my own style now. Because I was able to kind of let go of the fear that I was ripping somebody off. Yeah. You know, Uh, I I hated using my, like, even of course, you know, we're in the industry. I hated using my friend's stuff as inspiration for something because I felt Mm -hmm. like I was ripping them off. And I know it's not that far from it this way, but when you're doing it with AI, you're like, I really love the fact that it, it put this thing right here in the frame. I'm going to do the exact same thing. Mm Mm-hmm. And not worry that someone's going to say, oh, you just did that because they haven't ever seen that photo before. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. It's great for inspiration. Like I said, Mm -hmm. I totally agree. I've used it for inspiration. It's like sometimes if you have a block and you're like, I just need some ideas and just something to like, Mm -hmm. like how would I approach this? And then you put in a prompt like, oh, yeah. It's a more detailed Pinterest board. That's all it is. Yeah, yeah. And I think if it's used for like that inspiration for even traditional artists and be like, oh man, like that's a great composite, great idea. I could do Mm -hmm. this and this. But I'm wondering if the problem is like people selling AIR. Well, yeah, yeah. absolutely. You know, like that's, I I don't, I see selling AIR as no different than like, I mean, I I, I feel like that's straight up just ripping off artists, you know? Like that's, that's, whatever it's tough yeah but the uh uh i don't know it, it it in the past we have never had a tool that can help inspire us it was sure. always you know go to the library or something and start looking right. up art books or yeah. something like that you know get inspired by a photo you saw or a you know then we got pinterest and it's like and then yeah. instagram and it's like okay now we're getting a little inspired but now it's like something comes along where it's like okay you can straight up say what it's a Google search for inspiration, right. you know? Yeah. Which is great. Yeah. It's great to find inspiration <clears throat> and that that's a great way to use it. Yeah. And I don't think, I think most people don't have a problem with that. I think I it's used, Oh, sorry. The go credit. Ahead. No, no, go ahead. You're good. I used it for inspiration. Again, another TikTok that I recorded, uh, in this one, I'm going to show off, um, the engine and i showed this on the we spoke in columbus and i showed this off a little bit this engine mm-hmm. that i created and you i used ai on more of a i guess a macro level you know mm-hmm. it's like i'm not designing a scene with it i'm designing an object with it i'm getting ideas and you were on iterating level right with yeah. different stuff you yeah, know? And, yeah and so which i thought was one, cool you know, my, my initial idea was to have a missile just kind of in the center of the frame. It's like with the camera, right? And it's following along. And and in the end, when I did some brainstorming with AI on Midjourney, you know, I started trying to get, I, I'm like, I wanted a little more toony, a little more whatever. And I asked it to make it look more like Fortnite, you know? Mm-hmm. And then it developed these like crazy looking like side views and, and they looked like actual jet engines. And so I made that, right? And that's where I got the idea for the one I, I used in my short and everything. It all spawned from that. But I didn't 
But it didn't even design the engine. It just gave me the idea to put in the engine. Right? That's awesome. I, you know, and mm -hmm. that's it. And I feel like that's the way to use it as an artist. Yeah, like a reference. Like it's always good to have reference anytime you're doing anything. And so it's like, mm -hmm. yeah, it could be a really good reference point for lighting, for composition, for style. for. And I'm like, it, that to me is the way I like to use it. And I think that's probably the best way to use just like inspiration. Yeah. But I, uh, I, I recently did a job uh, for a company and all the boards were AI generated art, you know? Yep. Mm -hmm. And it's like, so I would look at some of this stuff and I'd be like, okay, uh, I, I know how to pull off a good majority of this. Let's it's not. And the thing is, it's not going to look, it's not going to look like what you see exactly, you know, because one, a lot of the, uh, at least the early stuff, maybe not so much now, the mid-journey stuff, it's it's got this mushiness to it. Yeah. To yes. where it's like not. A painterly look. Right. Almost. Or it's not like, it's like. Chaotic. It's like when you're looking someone in the face in a dream. Yeah, <laughs> And you yeah, can't totally. figure out all the details, you know? Yeah, it's just and like it's like. But if you so, squint, you can see it. Right, right, yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so, like, uh, uh. You know, it's up to you it, to interpret the dream. It's yeah, exactly. And mm -hmm. so, what was cool is I rebuilt, you know, this scene and stuff like that in my own way. You know, yeah. and I was using, I was pulling from my own expertise and right. my own lighting, and being able to pick and choose the things that I liked out of it and the things that I didn't. You know, and then I was able because I built it myself, I was able to animate it. You know, oh, nice. but it's like it was such a cool tool being able to be like, and I'll tell you. All the best, the best clients I've ever had were the ones who came with us to us with inspiration. Right. It's yes. like this is the type of stuff that we like. This is the type of stuff we like to see. The worst jobs I have are, hey, here's some text and some audio. Now make it look cool. And it's like, yeah, no, I'm dude, done. dude. I'm you done. know what? In some ways, I'm, I'm like that. That is so true. I never, I've never thought of that. Is like having a client be like. They have a direction. Like, we love this image that we generated, the look and the feel. Like, And you're mm -hmm. like, okay, now we all can agree on a look and a feel. Like, right. we are on the same page. Mm -hmm. And so you're not going to go left field, spend hours creating something. And they're like, that's not even like what we were right. thinking. Right, right. So right. It, can, it can help with communication between people as well and in a quick way. Um, I, think, I think the people that are probably the most worried is just like concept artists, like – People yeah. that just mm – -hmm. that's what they do is full-time concept and where they're like, well, crap, unless they utilize it and they generate and then they like paint over it. But I don't know. That's like, what I'm curious. Here's, here's the I, thing I though. Like here's the thing that I like I, that I like to think about is AI art is taking from – is taking inspiration from all the artists that are out there nowadays, right? Yeah. What's that going to do? That's just going to push the art world even further, you know? Yeah. It's going to push people to be better artists, to be better than a computer. Hey, this is Dave. I just wanted to stop for a moment and thank our sponsor, Otoy, the creators of Render Network and, of course, Octane. But I don't have to tell you that. You know who they are. You see the results of their render engine all over the interwebs. And we're very grateful that they're supporting what we're doing at MoGraph.com from this podcast to MoGraph TV to events like local meetups and Camp MoGraph and all our community building efforts. We can't wait to show you what's in store, all thanks to their support. Go check them out at otoy.com. Now back to the madness. Do you guys think that AIR is going to like make the value of art go higher or lower as far as traditional art? Like, you know, is does it make it does 
Because I think it's going to make the good artists more valuable. Yeah. 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 Because it's like, wow, a human made this, not an AI machine. Yeah. And I heard it it put really well in in someone's TikTok. Like, it may disrupt our industry. It may disrupt Mm -hmm. the way we do our jobs. But it doesn't disrupt an artist. Yeah. Because the purpose of being an artist is to make art. It's not to make money. Yes. Like, art for the art. Yeah. They can't take that away from you. Right. No, nope. Yeah, and that's – dude, that is so true. One of my coworkers, we were talking about this, and he's like – he kind of was like, huh, I still do art even – like the, yeah. I don't share. And he has a ton of really good art. He just does it because he loves it. Like there's mm-hmm. not like this other reason. He's like, no, I just love creating art. Like creating it, the process is part of the joy. So Well, it's – it's. I, I've been saying this. It's coming – no matter if you like it or not. Yeah, absolutely. So, yep. be, you know, so so figure out how to use it. Figure Get out with the times, money. old man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or, uh, like, yeah. you know, everybody wants to jump on board the hate train whenever something comes, um, comes yeah. along. But, like, yeah. really think about – I understand the reasons that people are upset about certain things. But it doesn't mean, yeah. like, oh, I'm never going to touch AI. No, because you're not going to have no, a yeah. job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I don't know what else to say. You you got to just roll with it. You got to. What's the next thing? You know. Yeah. Yep. Something and else here's will the disrupt thing. it us in, Here, in in another year. You know. Here, here's the thing. Like you know, editing became easy. Yeah. Video editing became easy for people. Yeah. You know, they could and and shooting high quality videos became very easy for people. Right. You know. Yeah. Like I can give my kid his his cell phone and say, "Hey, go shoot something," you know, yeah. and it's like, and he can edit something together. But there's a there's a certain amount of expertise and knowledge to know, like, why do you make a cut there? You know, yes. right. why would you choose that shot? You know, yeah. and and stuff like that. Yeah, that that the 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 ones who study that stuff are going to succeed. It, it's funny, like so uh, similar to what uh, Joey said. Joey Cornman said at Half Res, he says the people who are going to make it really well in uh, the AI art scene are the uh, the ones who have studied art history. You yeah. know, because yeah. they'll know they'll know the prompts, they'll know what they're looking for and stuff right. like that. Yeah, you know, you know. Yep. Um. Well, for one thing, my my Black Magic Six K is sitting here gathering dust. You <laughs> so know, is mine because you know you just like you you, you can use your phone. It's so easy, right? and then no. you don't have to worry about the audio because you put it through Adobe Podcast, and it's like, right? I mean, I'm green screening stuff from my phone, and it doesn't even have to be good, right? Because nobody cares. It's about the dude, story. Dude. Do you remember back in the day in early YouTube videos when there were so many like crazy jump cuts? You know, like back before YouTube, you did a jump cut like that where you cut from the same shot to a little bit closer. It's like, oh, yeah. no, you are dead to me. That is terrible editing. Now it's right. like that's second nature. You yeah. know, something like that where it's jarring like that is cool and in your face and like people yeah. like that, you know? Yeah. yeah. And that's that comes back to the Descript taking out all the the little things, all the little spaces. Mm-hmm. You just cut out every single space in everything now and just jump, jump, Jeez. jump. And But what AI, I'm wondering if AI will do this, is like you were saying, like the, the nuances, right, in editing and why you would cut on a certain thing. You know those videos that 
something happens and maybe someone screams or something blows up or something. Mm -hmm. And at the end, they cut off the audio real, real abruptly, suddenly, right? You know, like something will happen. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because it cuts off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about? Especially the screaming. The screaming is funny. Something happens uh, and someone goes, ah, and it like cuts, you (laughs) know? That's a little nuance that makes it a funny video. Right. That, like, maybe not necessarily AI knows to do that if it's trying right. to edit, you know? Is yeah. that going I'm, to be something that is that advanced that AI can do in the future? I think it's all about input, and I yeah. think eventually it will. It's it, it, We are the, like, we are the ones create, like, we are the parents of AI. Mm-hmm. Like, we're the ones giving it all the information. And so, yeah, if someone, like, categorized funny videos that all had that similar pattern... It would pick it up, hundred yeah. percent. It would pick it up because it's all about input, input, input. So whatever you're putting into it, it's going to use that and and find a pattern and it will create it. You know. So I mm-hmm. think yeah, I think eventually it it'll it'll get there where like you could give it your raw footage and be like, I want it in this style. Yeah. <laughs> and it might be like, and then you you would have a whole timeline of it cut up and you just basically approve or disapprove. Yeah, yeah. That's a good way to do it. Like, here's what I came up with for you. What do you think? Yeah, exactly. And then yeah. you'd be like, it's like, here's a song, you know, based on data, here's songs that did really well in this genre and for this length. And it may even create a whole song for you. That's the crazy thing is this, like, we're going to see a lot more content a lot faster because mm-hmm. the tools are, like you guys said at the beginning, a lot more accessible and they're getting faster and more people can just grab them. Like you said, our phones, our phones are insane. Like the cinem- cinematic mode on the iPhone looks great. Yeah. Yeah, it looks really so good. good. And it's, you know, it's a, it makes me wonder, I'm like, why haven't cameras like nice, like this is a Blackmagic 4K, it's not the best, but mm-hmm. why haven't cameras start putting in all the technology that's in this? Like right. a camera should be able to see depth by now. It should be able to green screen internally. It should, it should have like all of, like you shouldn't ever have to track. It should have way more stuff in it, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. they don't yet. And I'm Especially like, Especially the tracking stuff. Yeah, yeah like, like, you know, it should be able to see, gyro like, yeah. gyroscope and, like, tilt and whatever. Yeah, and even know, it should see that. Yeah, exactly. It should kick out, yeah. like, every video file should have an FBX baked. Here's your camera. Yep. Here's how your camera moved and everything. Like, yeah. I just, I'm like, man, if someone made a camera like that, which maybe Blackmagic would be the one that would do it, is yeah. put, like, basically make the cameras like your phone, but better. Right. Um. It, it would take you to the next level because because the, these are getting better. Mm-hmm. You know, the iPhones and stuff are getting better and better. And it's like the lenses and stuff are getting better. So cameras just need to up 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 their like computer up their game. Yeah, up their game. Yeah, come on. Mm-hmm. We need live keying. We need everything in it. One more thing on AI, and then maybe we'll move to something else here. Um, is <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know if people like the AI stuff or not. It's hard to tell right now. Um, I don't care. It's an it's very interesting conversation now. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, you know, for sure. I uh, I'm curious. You know, I you know we did NFT stuff, and people were like, ah, I'd skip over all of that. I'm curious what. Yeah, because you know, are. I I could see the hatred with NFTs. I get yeah. it. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. But AI art. I mean, I guess I kind of get it from some people, but like, it's it's just a tool. You know. Yeah. To me, it's but just a tool. It, yeah. it is. AI going to kill NFT stuff, you guys think? Do you think, like, because no. as soon as it becomes indiscernible between, like, a real someone spent time and then someone just generating something. I mean, you know, hey, hey there's 
people selling snake oil left and right. You should know you live in Utah, you know? <laughs> yeah, and the lens, baby. <laughs> right? Yeah, we are the home of multi-marketing. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Which brings me to, do you guys want to join my downline? Right? <laughs> I'd like to I'm tell you about Amway. Candles? Yeah, Amway. Um, <laughs> but, like, you know, it's like... I forgot where I was going. The, <laughs> the, the <laughs> other AI thing AI that NFTs. I was going to bring up is is how it can right. actually save us time too. Uh, you, you can, well, yeah. talk about the NFT thing. The thing is, like, yeah, I mean, what's going to happen is you're going to follow, like, uh, and this is the way I've always seen it with NFTs. You know, yeah. NFTs are just now a chance to people for people to buy and appreciate your favorite artist's artwork. You know, and you can buy a digital copy of their artwork and you can own a piece of their artwork. It is a collectible. That's the way I've always seen it, you know, and it's like eventually, eventually, and maybe that's now, you know, it's going to get to that point where it just becomes an everyday thing, you know, where it's like, hey, instead of do you want to buy one of my art prints? Oh, would you like to buy one of my NFTs? You know, and then you'll have. Companies like Samsung, you saw at CES this year, you know, Samsung was showing off all these new phones with like extendable screens and whatever, you know, eventually yeah. it's it's not just going to well. be where you throw a TV on a wall, put it vertically and then, you know, put artwork up there. Eventually it's going to be where you've got like these moving screens that are showing off the exact dimensions left and right, you know, changing aspect ratios, it's changing and, aspect yeah. ratios, you know, and yeah. it's like, okay, you know, that's the future of NFTs. Whatever, yeah, you know. How are NFTs doing? I'm I'm so out of that. Like I no, like not well. in it. No, no not my well portfolio right is kind of crap right now. <laughs> yeah, I I like put my toe in it. I was like, yeah, I'm not good at this, and it's yeah. like, yeah, I saw your I, piece. I, I thought it was beautiful. Yeah, I just threw it. I was like, yeah, I needed to loop had. though. That's the thing. I know. You yeah. To loop. See, and I was like, yeah, I could have jumped on. I just and maybe I should have. I, I don't know. I, I just didn't. Would've. I was like, I should have. It was like hot, 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 and I should have went all in and i didn't but here's here's the thing like the way i see it you know eventually it eventually it's going to become no different than just posting a you know an image a cool render a piece of art that you made on instagram you know it's like hey here's the cool piece that i just created you guys like it okay awesome hey if y'all want to i did an open edition of it if you want to buy you know you can own a digital copy of it Mm -hmm. you know yeah that's the way it should be that's the way it should have been, but unfortunately, you had scammers galore, you know, <laughs> and then what really ruined, I, I think, the NFT market was collectible, or like the... the oh, collectible stuff. The, the collections, the P- you know, PFPs. where it's like, oh. yeah, the PFPs and stuff like yeah. that, because then it became this this Bulk. rug pull left yeah. and right and rug pull and rug pull and rug pull and then you got rug pull 888 who's like just completely destroying the <laughs> rug pull 888 rug pull 888 you know <laughs> and it's like it, it's like that's that it, it, it was it was all the bad actors in the yeah. scene that gave it a real bad name mm-hmm. oh you yeah know? i see the positives in crypto art and with uh nfts and i get it you know, but man, it's like there were a lot of bad actors in there, which basically just, you know, destroyed its its credibility. Yeah. Yep. Chris oh, says I sad. bought the dip and then the dip dipped. Yeah. <laughs> dude, what totally. do I do now? Keep buying the dip. Keep dude. buying Keep the, buy dip. the dip. It's on right? sale. Yeah. 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 Oh my gosh! Like cryptocurrency, I don't even want to go yeah, there. I, I mean, it, it bought me a pool. Render. 
So and got me out of debt. This episode sponsored by apparently raised up my credit score like eighty points, which is awesome. Right on. Congrats. Hey, you you know you hit. So it's up to like a eighty-five now. Great. Great. (laughs) I want to know. I want AI to (laughs) just help my day go faster. I just, I just want, I want the mm-hmm. ultimate AI assistant. You know, I want AI to do things for me so that I can concentrate on the art. You know, whether it's the stuff you're talking about about making textures go faster or yeah. whatever it is. But even the day to day, I was doing my budget yesterday. Totally. Right? I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm, I'm going through the Amazon mm-hmm. transactions on my Amazon account, trying to categorize them based on what they are. What mm-hmm. the amount was before the tax, because that's what I see on the thing. It's so confusing. It takes me an hour to go through my Amazon stuff. Yeah. I put it in the spreadsheet and categorize it. Hey, AI, hey, will you just grab my Amazon stuff and put it in the spreadsheet for me automatically? Okay. Yeah. Damn. Can, dude, ChatGPT can do that. Yeah, yeah, they have the spreadsheet integration. It can do a spreadsheet. It yeah. can do a spreadsheet. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know that. I know yeah. that. But like, like I like... want it to, to go between accounts and do that, and then I oh, want mm-hmm. it to – figure out and then say okay now look at this and tell me what i spent too much on you yeah. know and then come up with a new budget for me that actually works 100 percent, right and how much money am, am i going to need to pull out of my savings in order to cover how much overage i was i just right. need that number that's the number yeah, yeah. i need you know yeah. for the next couple of weeks dude yeah. it's gonna change everything like finances like exactly what you're saying stuff like with finances your taxes because mm-hmm. Humans are flawed. We get tired. We get grumpy. We're greedy. And so it's like, but if you have this machine that's like just looking at data, it doesn't, there's no bias. It's just like Mm -hmm. looking at the facts and and then analyzing it. And like, even if it's like stock trading, AI gets access Mm -hmm. to that. It's like, here is the best place to trade at this time. And you, you will win. And Mm -hmm. like, dude, it revolutionized. Like my brain just keeps going with the chat GPT because I feel like, you know, like the art's fun. It's a fun visual <laughs> stuff. I think that's why that took the off. The art's cool, but I need to make some money. But like <laughs> – no, but what I'm saying is like AI is ones and zeros. It's a machine. Right. And so right. it it's going to take over – once it gets into that and it starts taking over like, hey, AI, go do my taxes. Go do right? my taxes for me. Yes. And you know all the loopholes and you are – and you know everything. Yeah. And it yeah. just is like – and it's like, here you go. You made money Yeah, back no more here. cheating on your taxes. No more cheating on your taxes. It's yeah, all right? legal. It's It does it better than if you went to H&R Block or go to somewhere. It, it just completely takes over the financial industry. The it first, could, yeah. Diversify then, your bonds, you know? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And then we get uh, UBI. A universal basic income. That's the that's problem, That's all I right? want. It's supposed to – I just want universal basic income. Promise. Just give me that. That's the Jetsons' promise is all right? this stuff was supposed to allow us to do anything we want and still yeah. have money. <laughs> and the problem is it's the greed. You know, it becomes a capitalistic society. And yeah, because they're like, oh, oh, okay, cool. With the addition of AI, now your 40-hour work week turns into a 30-hour work week. Yes, you get but to work what? longer. You're still going to work 40 hours. You're just going to be right. doing, you know – 25 percent more work right you'll have 25 percent more outcome yeah that's Mm -hmm. the hard thing is you can always count on greed to an extent because you can always count on okay who's gonna who's gonna monopolize and take ai and control what the input is Mm -hmm. that's what freaks me out right does government take over the input bing right now (laughs) what bing google bing's gonna they they're already (laughs) uh yeah, Bing is like already Bing's in back. talks with ChatGPT to like incorporate it into Bing. Bing's like, please, mm. 
please, let please, us. we need you. <laughs> you have no Especially idea after the Zoom. Right now. <laughs> oh, that's good. Netscape that's good. internet is like please right. this yeah. is our last hope um, <laughs> Guys. that's hilarious being but yeah like I, I, my biggest concern with like chat GPT is anything, it, it's all based on input and as soon as you start regulating the input of what AI is actually seeing mm-hmm. and you start manipulating the AI because you're like mm-hmm. flooding it with incorrect information it's like well then someone's like, well, I use the AI and it tells the truth. And it's like, yeah, but it's all based on input. And if you have someone controlling whatever that input is, that's right. where it's a little, it can get off. But if it, if it's left alone and we, in society accepts the truth of whatever it, it takes from like the mm-hmm. internet, and everything, it could revolutionize everything. It like, imagine being like, yeah, you're, I mean, hundred percent but like it has to like where is the line of who's determining what truth is and what isn't you know right it's exactly. like okay so the the chinese chat gpt <laughs> yeah. is yeah. never gonna say anything about tiananmen square you know <laughs> right but no. all the other ones will and so yeah. it's like well you know he yeah. who controls the, the what is it the knowledge controls the power or something yeah totally know. yeah and so Rage it's like against the machine lyrics or yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but it makes you wonder. It's like, okay, yeah, will government even want AI to be a thing? Because they're like, oh shit, like we, <laughs> yeah, we can't let this thing like right just be like Bleh, like telling everything, right? Because they're like, we can't Dude, control. It. I I don't know. Do we want to? Do we? Would I prefer a Chat GPT AI driven congressman? He's way Probably. better than Ted Cruz right now. You Dude, know, it, sometimes th- could that's at what least I'm saying. elect a no speaker. More, like. Could, <laughs> <laughs> could, could you imagine if like ai gets so good we, let's just say society accepts it it, it becomes this orbital of truth mm-hmm. and it it says based on my analysis i've looked at every government and it, the most successful and the, the most compassionate and it says i've created a formula for humanity that is better it's called than called communism <laughs> right, no. right 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 yeah that, see that didn't work either you fools <laughs> <laughs> Like, <laughs> I, I was thinking about this. I, I was totally thinking about this. When when Chad GPT first happened, there was a day like I, w- I had to go on a long run and I was sitting there just my mind was racing the whole time about the possibilities because I get bored when I run. And I'm, I'm thinking like besides and I talked about this a couple episodes ago, besides the fact that it's probably going to cure a lot of diseases and figure out medicines in mm-hmm. like a minute. Pharma lets it if pharma lets it. If <laughs> well, they will, they will, and I'll tell you why. Um, because that money because does. they do not, they do not take AI the same way we do in our industry. That's that's the big difference right now. Um, and it is it is one hundred percent like welcome for them as this tool because it is going to allow them to do everything that they want to do. And it's mm-hmm. not like taking their jobs. You know what I'm saying? As, like it, as it's long as pharma different. can make a profit, I I I don't trust pharma. <laughs> well, someone still has to manufacture all of these things. You know what exactly. I mean? Yeah, but, yeah. If AI could get to a point where it's like it takes, it could analyze your blood, and then based on everyone else's blood, it could find patterns. And it's like, hey, I figured out how to cure cancer. Hey, I figured out. But as soon as something takes money away from a giant corporation like pharma or like they're just like shut it down, (laughs) you know, it's like but if they can profit from it, then they'll be like, use it. Oh, absolutely. Like that's again back to the greed. I'm always like, okay, 
or back to just some type of control. It, sadly, that's my brain's like, okay, I don't know if they <laughs> want things to be able to be that free. <laughs> well, Cameron mm-hmm. Sladen's going to be on the show in a few weeks, and uh, I already know because we chatted a little bit already that that's how it's it's being accepted in mm-hmm. like the medical industry. So we should. That's amazing. Have a good that's talk true. about that. Yeah, dude, I would. Yeah. I would love to tune into that one because I'm really curious if they are genuinely because it's I'm skeptical because people are greedy and, and it's mm-hmm. well it's going to help them do their models and things better of I mean sure. you already heard I think it was Google that did the whole thing where it figured out all these proteins you know yeah uh, I mean I forget exactly what it was but it's something they couldn't do in the lab that quick it like saved them all this time in research you know yeah. and I think that's why they're they're accepting it or whatever but um you know along the lines of what you were saying with like a perfect society and all of that that's kind of what's Mm -hmm. coming i think if we allow it to like if we allow it to do these good things because again i was running down the street right so i'm looking around the street and i'm like just think about think about everything in the street right it's dirty there's maintenance that has to be done there's lights that have to be fixed you know Mm -hmm. if we could get to the point where this thing says, oh, well, I have a solution to keep all of this running. All you got to do is build this machine, and it figures out how to build the machine oh, that will man. maintain the thing. And then, and then it, it builds it. the machine itself. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And, and it, then ships it self-replicates, out. and it realizes, I don't need humans to do this. And then it kills And then us. we have right. to live underground, closest to the core of the Earth, <laughs> right. where it's warmest. And until and Neo tunnels. comes. <laughs> until, until Neo, Neo comes. saves us. Right? And our eyes get big and black and we become nocturnal. Right. Plot twist, we're all in a simulation. <laughs> yeah. Already. Yeah. I yeah. wonder I wonder though if AI will be be more empathetic because if it'll almost A pity us and B see like <laughs> like like <laughs> silly Sorry. human. It's just <laughs> it's like pathetic. You little monkey. It's monkeys. so easy to kill him when <laughs> you're freaking... stupid like this. Yeah, it's like well and it would be like why it, it would look at history and be like it's not worth being like either a dictator or completely controlling them or destroying them because it's mutually sure destruction like humans are unpredictable and so it would be like for my survival it's better to play ball it's better i don't know i'm just thinking like would it do that and be like it's better to work together and teach them and show them that i'm with them and that we can grow together i don't know yeah it just makes you wonder but back to what you're saying, um, Dave, about like building machines. It, I even think you'll solve things like f- um, like fusion energy, you know, because right now oh, in yeah. California they they were able to get like a net positive, but it wasn't, you know, it didn't account for all the lasers and crap. But they were able no, to get it did. Net it did account for it. It, it was for an like actual how much net energy positive. was put in from the lasers. Uh huh. Oh, they dang. got more energy out than what they actually That's uh, put in. It is. It so was a huge like, thing. Yeah, and so it's like if we could AI is like, hey, I actually solve the problem of how to like keep it on and like have mm-hmm. it have it be just an infinite thing. And as soon as you solve energy, right, mm-hmm. then it's like right. creating machines. Like, there's no keeping, limit. Yeah, it, it, there's no limit. It's it, it becomes like a whole different world. Like yeah. everything changes. The other and thing AI about that could is solve a lot of the problems in the future. Like here's here's another part of this. Like right now they're using quantum computing or they're they're Mm -hmm. trying to figure out how to let me start over 
<laughs> I don't know exactly. Do. <laughs> it's not like they're actually doing this. They're simulating it. And and here's like so they're they're figuring out how to use quantum entanglement to create a wormhole. And they can actually do that in a simulation, right? So mm -hmm. at what point does AI figure out how to do it in the real world? Because the only thing that was really holding us back on a lot of this stuff, like, you know, making a wormhole or doing time travel or whatever it is, was the amount of energy it takes. Like, yeah. the, the going theory is that if time travel is possible, the reason nobody's come back in time yet is because you, you can, can only, only go, go back to when you as, turned on this yeah, machine and, like, yeah. vamped it up. But the amount of power it takes is crazy. But you can do that if you have this whole fusion thing working the fusion thing once we get it working ai is going to figure out how to do portals and wormholes and god knows yeah what but else. like the the whole <laughs> the whole thing with fusion is it's all just used to turn a turbine you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> yep. to heat water that's all it is it's just used to turn a turbine you know that's yeah. how we get energy yeah exactly oh, right but i mean it's still more output than it puts in, so yeah, that's but, the whole point. You, yeah, but you have the, the bottleneck of the turbine, you know, and then storing all that energy. I don't know. Anyway, I mean, but, as far as you know, but, until AI no, figures that out. This is the out. best MoGraph show. This is all about MoGraph. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's great talking about AI. This no, is it is. Future. It is, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it makes you wonder where it's all going to go with yeah. just AI. It just I feel like just solving problems. I think that's I so I I hope for the Jules Erbach Star Trek future. That's what I want to see one day. Yeah, you know that's what I hope my kids grow up with. Totally. Not the, you know, dystopian, nineteen eighty four. Terminator you know, Two. Terminator it's all about just or Terminator surviving yeah. and not blowing ourselves up. Before the yeah. AI can make our life a paradise, yeah. if we can just yeah. get to that point, I'm looking at you, Putin. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God, oh shit. man. <clears throat> um, yeah, it'll be interesting. I guess uh, to shift gears a little bit, um, mm -hmm. you know, you've been on before. That's why we're not like digging into your entire past and things. Sure. Uh, I so kind of like not digging into people's past. It's <laughs> kind of fun. You we, know? Yeah. We did a show, like, I think it was, like, right before or right when COVID started. I can't remember. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we we haven't really caught up much. We haven't been able to talk to you about what you've been doing. Like, I mean, mm -hmm. there's probably a million things you've done since the last time we talked. And um, Yeah. So I want to catch up on that and then yeah. like, maybe see, like, you know, how you dealt with COVID. I think you've had two kids since then, right? Of, yeah, yeah, two kids. Yeah. Moved. Dude, so much has changed. Yeah, COVID, you know, when you're at home, what else are you going to do? Make right. kids. <laughs> Make... That's <laughs> uh, true. It's Here we hard. go. <laughs> um, yeah, so the last time we talked, I was at a company called The Void, if anyone knows that. Is yeah, really, that's oh, yeah. right. Cool. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Really cool VR experience. Um, yeah. We went and did the, the Star Wars. Star Wars? Wars. Yeah. yeah. Where it was at? Weird. <laughs> you, Parts it was of it weird. were weird. We were yeah, trying to hit Dallas. buttons, and it's yeah. like that oh, button yeah. is not there. It is slightly the one off from where I'm looking at. Yeah, yeah I'm playing it. Cinemark? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, I've been to that one. Yeah, so it was really cool because, you know, I got to work with Disney and got to work. And then we yeah. had the Jumanji one while I was there. So I got to go, like, to the, that was a really cool part. Got to go to Jumanji movie premiere. Mm. Like, the Jumanji 2, like, on the red carpet. Yeah. It was We had a booth on the red carpet. So that was fun. And then 
Um, I think that was right. That was right before COVID and stuff happened. Um, <clears throat> so then what happened was all of a sudden when COVID happened, people surprisingly were like, you know, I don't want to put something on my face. A right. VR. I don't want to go right. to a location, you know, right. I don't want to go and touch a bunch of stuff and be close right. to people. So right. unfortunately, I don't want to leave the house. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and void was a lot of um, investor money. And so like, cause it was like going to build the brand enough to either sell it to Disney or whoever, mm-hmm. or someone would buy it or anyway, but what ha- ended Is up it happen- still around? Um, kind of. So okay. the void version one died. It went out of business. They were just like, yeah, no more investors, no more money. So I was one of the last creatives that got like go when that happened. And it sucked. Cause I was like, man, so much hope like this. I loved it. And yeah, it went under, and now there's um, one of the founders. He rebought the license of it, and he's trying to re bring it back. Um, Interesting. So, yeah, we've been working with him and like branding and and all this other stuff. So that's been really fun to kind of revisit that a little bit mm-hmm. from a distance. But after that, you know, I, I, the world was a little scary. So I went to Purple Purple Mattress. Have you guys seen their? Google yeah. Commercials? Oh yeah. So They're I was the there ones with was, all the fiberglass in their yeah the their mattresses, oh, right? Yeah, they had like a thing with that. For yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they even had someone die in the factory, which was scary. I mean, like big awesome. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it was really scary. Wow. But <laughs> anyway, yeah. So I worked there, and it, it was an amazing team, and we were doing cool stuff. And then, um, dude, it was like we were like my wife and I, we're gonna go there because it's like a big company and they're secure. And then within like a year and a half, they're like, yeah, we're letting four hundred people go. And I started realizing I was like, because you join a big company or whatever for security, and I keep obsessing with like i need security 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 right. and i realized there's no right. such thing right like mm-hmm. not anymore not in this no, world no there's no mm-hmm. such thing as security especially now like you're seeing so many people being laid off mm-hmm. so before all of this happened uh, when i was when i was at the void the guys i worked with who are incredibly talented and awesome some of my best friends they were like we were all like man we should start an agency so we even came up with a name called zebra but then mm-hmm. when i after we got to go see the void, they're like, do you want to join? And I was like, I'm not ready yet. I, I, I just need something secure. Right. So right. I did purple, got let go. And then the day I got let go, I called my friend and said, hey, dude, I got let go. If you guys would have me, I'd love to jump back in. And they're like, mm-hmm. of course. So I jumped in. I've been there at Zebra Creative. Um, so follow us on Instagram. We are Zebra. And <laughs> um, yeah, a little shout out. <clears throat> and yeah, we are Zebra. And so now there is there's a team of we have a web team, a graphic design team, a marketing team, and then I'm head of like 3D and motion. And since I've been there, we've worked with Red Bull, which we did uh, one of the Red Bull since we got to do some concept art and a bunch of graphics for their for the no, broadcast. I already follow you. Sweet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we don't post that much, not yet. Sorry. We got to get on it. Um, and we're updating our website, so don't watch, don't look at it yet. But we have like an incredible <laughs> team. There. No one, not yet. We'll edit it. Um, no, we have such a good kidding. team, though, and it's like it's so much fun. I've been able to do like now um, it's almost like doing freelance, but I'm able to take on like bigger clients, and then I manage a bunch of contractors, design. You know, we have designers, web, and everything, and it's been so much fun. It's a lot of work, but I love it. And I'm doing yeah. like one day I'm doing spatial design, like we designed a space for one of our um, clients, and then next day I'm doing product. So I'm designing like mm-hmm. products, and I'm doing 3D <laughs> renders of products, and then the next day I'm doing like a fully CG animated like. Uh, commercial so it's just there's a lot of variety we, it keeps us on our toes and it's so much fun and it's hard work but it's mm-hmm. it's definitely rewarding like trying to grow a, an agency so yeah it's been fun though 
That's that's cool. I'm yeah. jealous. I it's, was talking it's to Julie hard. like last night. Actually, we were talking about this. I'm like, you know, you go to you go to like a, a an agency, or you go work at some sort of post house or something, and it, it there's there is no security. You think it's security, mm-hmm. like you know, uh, no. Gustav here. You know, the illusion of security here in the chat. Um, mm-hmm. But like, they're not going to tell you. They're not going to tell you if they only have one month of payroll left and everything's no. about to crash. And you're going to think everything's great. You're spending money, or you know, maybe yeah. you don't have enough in your savings or something. And then, oh, hey, by the way, you coming to work? Sorry. Yep. Shut I, down. Love, I love. I, I love what what Gustav says. You work for someone for the illusion of security, and you work for yourself for the illusion of freedom. That's one hundred percent true. Man. <laughs> Put that, that on so a true. freaking uh, <laughs> right? Instagram story right there. There you right? go. You got to start doing inspirational quotes. Right? Yeah. Put that on a, a mug. You know? I love it. Yeah. A Stanley mug. You know? Oof. Stanley yeah. mugs. For right? all those moms. Right? Exactly. <laughs> it's the new hotness. Right? New yeah, hotness. totally. Um, yeah, dude. There's no such thing as – like I keep thinking there's going to be security. And right? So it's like you might as well just be like if you have something you want to do, just like – just go figure out how to do it and just go for it because, yeah, you are you could work at a company and then it's like, boom, you're gone like that. Yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah. like, and it's scary. So I, I, I've been at a, I've been at a place, I don't know. <laughs> I've been, so last night I, I had this, you know, uh, I've been watching uh, Better Call Saul. Amazing yeah. show, by the way. Yeah. And uh, I was like, you know, I wonder, I wonder if I could go to law school, <laughs> hmm. you know? I'm only 40 years old why not you know why, why not? not go to law school and get a whole lot more student loans you know sure. that aren't schmoozy get matt could be a schmoozy the... lawyer you know schmoozy matt would be an a very schmoozy lawyer yeah. here's the thing <laughs> like if i could go back in time and i say this all the time if i could go back in time with the knowledge that i know now i mean i'd be rich so i really wouldn't be doing anything but still if i <laughs> if i couldn't invest <laughs> no, with the knowledge that i know now you know, there are so many things that I would do differently, you know, yeah. but I'd be like, a lawyer or a private, uh, not a private detective, but I, I would like to do like surveillance <clears throat> stuff, you know, like maybe a private investigator. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What would you do? Yeah. Okay. Money's no issue. You have $10 billion. What would you do with the rest of your life? I would work. <laughs> Doing what though? Yeah. Like I would. Oh, dude, I would make films. Like, dude, okay. My life, mm-hmm. It's it's mm-hmm. all yeah. my life has been, dude. I like since like the youngest age, I have mm-hmm. only held a camera and and a pencil in my hand. Like that's it. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it's like I like I finally have money to create the things I've always wanted to create. So I would get a production house and I would start making all of these films that I've always like envisioned. Mm-hmm. I would build a whole i probably build a whole studio of artists like for me i would still be doing art and i still would be doing this because it's not just for me my work it's like my hobby it's like so many things Mm -hmm. for me so it's like i would just be reinvesting and i would probably just have another thing where i'm making people's dreams come true but like hey what what idea do you have over there all right sure you want some money sure what do you You got hey you want some money (laughs) yeah i would just start if i had 20 bucks give me why not like i i like I would just start investing in people. I'd just be like, yeah. like what idea do you have? Let's give it a shot. It may fail and just sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that much money, you're mm-hmm. just I'm right like, there with you. I always say that I'm I'm just I, I'm 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 working working hard enough to where I can finally make enough money to uh just make cartoons all day. That's yeah. all I wanna do. Right. I don't wanna yeah. make cartoons. 
You know? Yeah, exactly. So, like, what not? about you, Dave? I'd probably do the same. You know, yeah. do shorts or or whatever. I mean, that's what I really enjoy doing. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. So it would be. I travel a lot to too. I mean, yeah. travel a couple houses, Iceland, yeah. England, France. <laughs> I'd buy yeah. my friends. Buy my friends. <laughs> <laughs> you want to hang out? I'll pay you. <laughs> I'll pay you. <laughs> did you that's did you deal no, with anything funny. like during? Uh, I mean, it's still like I know like everybody's out and not wearing masks and going and doing things, mm-hmm. but it still is this like post COVID era where people are just indoors more. Uh, you know all of that. Like, did you deal with anything during COVID? Like, you know that depression that everybody gets kind of oh. low. Oh you know, yeah, dude. Yeah, you want to get real? Let's get real. Let's get real. <laughs> COVID depression is the worst. Yeah, yeah dude. It was um, – I mean it was hard work from home because I'm extroverted and I I have moments where I like to be alone when I'm doing art. But I love yeah. to be around people. I talk a lot. I just connect. I love people. Mm-hmm. And so that was hard for me. Um, and then I had like a couple things happen. Like one of my buddies committed suicide like during that time. He was like one of my best friends. I made like a Jeez. bunch of his music videos. Yeah, he got he he got way depressed. I think it was just a multiple things like personal life stuff, and then, um, like just I think COVID and just the way the world was looking. I think he it was yeah. just too much, and mm-hmm. just so that was really hard. That was like a super hard thing. So then, like right after that, like I mean, I I was already kind of getting depressed, and I wasn't going to the gym, and I was feeling really off. So this is kind of interesting. Maybe it's TMI, but I don't really care. I'll just tell you guys. <laughs> So I went and got my blood work done because I was like, something's wrong with me. And I, for me, didn't want to get on an antidepressant. And I found out that my body wasn't making very much testosterone anymore. <laughs> and I don't know if it's because hmm. my diet or because I wasn't working out. So I ended up getting on, like, you know, getting some help with that. And like, once I got help with that, like getting my testosterone normal and then finally getting back to the gym, mm-hmm. like, for for me, I was able to get out of that. Got on hole. steroids, started going get to the gym. Steroids, yeah. dude, go to the gym, feel <laughs> way better. Right. That low T. Right. That, that low T. And I, so I, I honestly, like for men, like anytime I'm talking to like my guy friends and they're like getting depressed, gaining weight quickly, um, I'm like, just get your hormones checked. You know, mm-hmm. maybe just get it checked. Even if before you get on like a antidepressant, just get your hormones checked and just see. If it's nothing, it's nothing. For me, mm-hmm. it was something. Maybe for some men it's it's not, but it made a huge difference, like night and day difference. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. So I'm always like, just get your levels checked. You don't know, like all the crap we eat, all the hormones and everything. You know, you just just get them checked. Yeah. So yeah, like definitely. Do you had find yourself more motivated now? Oh, dude, absolutely. I would shut down midday, mm-hmm. almost every day before. Yeah. Oh yeah, and I would just like lay on like my my floor and i just had nothing sounded fun nothing yeah oh yeah, yeah. like yeah. i was like i don't want to see a movie which i would love to see movies i didn't feel like doing any projects nothing was enthusiastic i had i was just like like nothing there was no hope and joy and it was really sad because i just had had a son and yeah. i was just like but i was just in a not good mental state and then like my friend committing suicide it was just like how many different things are going to happen (laughs) and it's just like hopelessness i'm like will the world ever go back to normal i'm missing people um 
yeah, like I'm missing crowds. That was the weirdest thing. But like mm-hmm. I would watch old videos of people walking around Disney World or Disneyland. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and I would feel like some I would feel like Remember Man, what I the world that. used to be like. Yeah. 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 And so yeah. and then, you know, we got to go back with my kids when it finally opened and I was like, Oh my gosh, I miss this. Like yeah. it's so dumb. But like like in Excalibur as you're trying to pull it from the stone, you know, (laughs) yeah, I just miss people like, like, I think we get, you know, we're, we're always like, oh, people are in the way, but like, man, when you're isolated, like, you're like, I miss crowds. I miss people being, you know, cutting me off. I miss, yeah, (laughs) I have, I I have become a much bigger curmudgeon, you know, since COVID because I'm, I'm home all the time. Mm, I yeah. like I don't go out, you know, I don't like I I I will be at home all day. And if <laughs> you know, I, I don't even like to really leave the house to go get food, you know, yeah. unless I'm like yeah. really craving food, you know. Yeah. And it, it, it's like it's because I just don't like to leave the house. But I do I do like to see people. I like to talk to people. I like hanging out, yes. you know, humans are social but, uh, creatures. It's yeah. like. We, we we just are like even if you're in introverted you're still like humans are meant to be around other humans like that's mm-hmm. why like in prison and they put them in like solitary confinement it's like one of the worst things yeah like I, you, you're social creatures i've been dealing with a lot of like unnecessary anxiety yeah like, like last year was rough last year was very rough a lot of things happened and um for me even when the the things that make me anxious go away, I'm still anxious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, why do I still feel like so- I should be doing something? Something's wrong, you know. And um, you know, I actually talked to a doctor about it, right? And you know, I was sitting here this weekend, and I got this extremely, extremely weird craving for sun, <laughs> right? And I started thinking about, I'm like, I, I'm not a sun person. I don't, don't go to the beach mm-hmm. or whatever. But, like, I realized, you know, I sit in this room all day with all the lights off. Every day, mm-hmm. all day. That's that's what I'm doing. I'm in here working or playing game, Whatever it is, the, the shades are drawn, everything. And, like, I had mm-hmm. this yeah. overwhelming feeling that I needed sunlight. And I started thinking about it. And I'm like, do I have a vitamin D deficiency? Is this, <laughs> like, some sort of weird, like, deep? reaction and i started thinking about it i'm like hmm let me let me try this i got more sun that day i started feeling a little bit better it might have been totally psychosomatic but i did order a vitamin d test off amazon because i'm curious like this is the time of year when people get seasonal depression and i'm Mm -hmm. starting to see it as a pattern now is every january christmas is over Mm -hmm. it's cold there's no daylight and even when i go (laughs) i go running a lot but it's yeah, but do. this time of year, I don't leave till five thirty, and the sun is already almost down. Mm. Oh man, you know. And I'm like, am I just not getting vitamin D? So you know, I'll keep you posted. But yeah, it's a get possibility. Yeah, gotta get the D. <laughs> <laughs> I was just waiting for it. Oh <laughs> man. Yeah, dude. I uh, well, you, you know, speaking D. of mental health. Yeah. yeah I was uh, you know, I was I was dealing with a lot. And so I got on some antidepressant medication for a little while, but uh, I, I I found so I I have I have a short a short not a short attention span a short fuse like yeah fuse there you go 
And so, no. um, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I, I, I kind of have a short fuse, especially with, you know, my kids and stuff like that. It's it. And I, I've, I don't know. My, my kid has ADHD, got diagnosed, you know, mm-hmm. and that that's really hard. <laughs> it's it's really hard. Like I just and, and you know, I'm I always feel like a bad dad. I always feel like a bad dad as a parent. Like you, you just get this constant uh, lingering feeling of bad of being a bad parent, you know, and yeah, it's yeah. like. I'll get on to him about stuff and then I'll feel bad about it and I'll apologize for it later and stuff like that. And it's, it's like, I, I don't know. So I start. I, I got on this medication because I was like, okay, I'm, I'm snapping at my kids, you know, maybe, maybe I need something else. So I got on this medication. I got, it was just like a generic Zoloft or whatever, you know, and I was on it for a while and I was so tired I was so tired, but I'd still snap at my kids. But I was, I found myself, I was so tired all the time that I would just give up on life. And I'd be like, all right, you guys do whatever you want because I'm done, you know? Yeah. And I, 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 I was, I was so, so tired all the time. And I found out that apparently there's like a, uh, uh, an anti, what is it? An, uh, anti-depression m- medications have a tendency to make you more tired. Oh yeah, mm. which for me, I think kind of defeats the purpose. Uh, the purpose, you know, <laughs> I'm yeah. tired and depressed, so I get on antidepressant medicines, which make me more tired. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's oh, like, man. okay, well, that's just going to increase the depression. Yeah, you know, but it it's going to make me so tired that I'm not going to care about it. What time you know? of day were you Gosh. taking it? I was taking it in the morning with all the rest of my medications, but then I also tried taking it at night and it doesn't matter. Like it was just, really? it would just make me tired all the time, hmm. you know, yeah. like, uh, 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 and so like I ended up, I ended up stopping and, you know, I kind of talked to Amy about it a little bit. I say, I said, I'm, I'm tired all the time and I'm, I'm not, this isn't helping me the way that I should. Like the biggest change that I found with that medication was that I really loved my dog like a lot like it <laughs> was random. so weird of all the things like like anytime know. i would see my dog i would get filled with this joy and this happiness you know <laughs> but it's like i wanted that same feeling with my kids with that everything. sounds so shitty i know you know that <laughs> no. but it, it was like it was like why is that the only joy that is coming off of this antidepressant you know and it also yeah. killed my libido and blah 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 but it's like yeah. i got off of it and like i feel a lot better i don't love my dog as much though just <laughs> <laughs> really sad the dog got bigger so. oh, oh my 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 dog is beautiful i love him okay. george bailey he- <laughs> I'm, uh, Jorge Bailey is what Jorge. I've been calling him today. Jorge Bailey, <laughs> Jorge that's hilarious. But uh, uh, but you know, sometimes, sometimes you just have to go through that, and you have yeah. to experience it, and you have to figure it out for yourself. Right. And actually, I'm I'm less tired, you know, now. I yeah. I'm still tired, but I'm chalking that up to being 40 years old, and you know, I'm a fat guy who doesn't work out anymore. So I don't know. See, my my thing with my doctor is I was look I was like look. I had some things to get through a few years ago, and I went to counseling. I've, I've done that. I work out uh, by running okay. like three times a week. I told him, you know, I run almost 20 miles a week. He's like, well, you could do a little less of that. I'm like, no, I'm going to – I don't need you to tell me to work out less. I'm going to keep yeah. doing that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, those are some of the things that you need to do first 
you know, that's the first thing they'll tell you to do. But I'm like, I'm already doing those things and I'm not feeling yeah. less anxious. Yeah. It's not really depression yeah. for me as much as this is anxiety. <laughs> and like to the point where I can feel the anxiety in my skin. Like it's yeah, that yeah. bad, right? Sometimes it will hit me and I'm like, why? Why? Everything's yeah. good. I got some, I got money in savings. I got a project going on. I'm working on mm -hmm. my piece. I'm like doing this thing. Like yeah, nothing to worry I, about, I don't but you're have, still feeling anxious. Right. And yeah, so I yeah. told him that, and sometimes it it does take something like a medication. He put me on a low dose of something, yeah. and and yeah, I felt the tiredness right away. But you have to push through that when you start. Yeah, you have to push through that, and and let it do its thing. And it's super low dose, and I do not plan on staying on it. But I I think it's the seasonal that sad. Yeah, yeah. call it. I could see the seasonal. I think it's depression. a seasonal yeah. thing. Go tanning, and, yeah. dude. Go get the. You know, I, tan, right? I actually thought about that. Honestly, <laughs> really did. It could it could really help. Dave Dave yeah. gets to NAB and he's like just ripped and like golden brown. Yeah, I'll be like know? John Boehner like, tan. Yeah, he's like he's like a bodybuilder all of a sudden. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm giving Andrew Kramer a run for his money Dude, now. Holy yeah. crap, Andrew Kramer's jacked. Yeah, yeah. he is. Speaking I of which, seen he's him in real back. life. He is he's very jacked. Me. He's coming yeah. back. He he posted something like he he's alive. Yeah. That's I've awesome. seen. Hey, I've seen Element Three. It's oh. nice. I have. Okay. I have. Mm. He, he he showed me up in uh, New York for NAB mm. East. He just so happened to be in town for NAB East, and so we were hanging out, you know, bowling like you do. And oh, uh, he was showing me some still frames. It looks looks pretty dude, nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Good old Andrew. What a good dude. Revolutionized right. so many things. Right. <laughs> Man. Um, I was going to talk about ADHD really quick because yeah, I'm not diagnosed. Right. However, TikTok has told me that yes. I am ADHD. Yes, <laughs> but TikTok I am too. So it's true. No, <laughs> ChatGPT told me no. Right. Um, I definitely have all the like attributes of someone with ADHD. Mm -hmm. My brain is going a million miles per hour all the time, and it can make me anxious. And so it, and I feel bad for my wife because with ADD, I have like a very hard time completing tasks or remembering stuff. Like I am like a goldfish. Like I'm just like, nin, nin, nin. I'm all over yeah. the place. And I feel like I'm trying to like concentrate on a million things. It's yeah. like a power, but it's also really crappy because you end up disappointing a lot of people around you <laughs> because you can't remember stuff. And I don't like that about myself. Like that's actually something that's really frustrating because I'm like, ah, why do you just keep forgetting to do stuff? Or why are you keep procrastinating? And it's like, and, and it's like this, I keep just like either chasing the next shiny thing or my brain just gets mm -hmm. another idea. So it's great and creative because I, I like when I'm in meetings with clients, like I can spit out like a million ideas yeah. really quickly. Yeah. Get that hyper focus. Yeah. Right? And I can be like, oh, you can do this and this and this. And I get really excited. But it's also like a curse because if I have a bunch of tasks, it's very hard for me to focus. And I struggled all through school growing up mm -hmm. because like – taking tests and sitting in a classroom was very hard for me mm -hmm. and I would draw on all of my homework. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and so it was just like, I, I had a very hard time focusing. And so I had to work very, very hard to get a decent GPA. Mm -hmm. And, but then when I would do art and stuff, I would, I would excel in art and science. I would excel mm -hmm. in, but for some reason it was just like, yeah, I've never was diagnosed, but everyone's like, anytime, you know, I talk with them like, Oh, you're definitely ADHD or ADD. Yeah. To an yeah. extent, and it's it's frustrating to know, like, to feel it and not and try to control it. 
Yeah. And, and just the way it does disappoint or hurt people around you. So I can empathize with you, Matt, like in, in having a kid that deals with it because it's, it's, it's hard. It's hard. Like I saw or read something the other day or something that's like, you know, you always say to yourself, well, if I just say this one thing, what is the one thing that I can say to him that'll finally get through Jane. to him or something, yes. you know? And it's yeah. like, you don't like, there's nothing you can say because, yeah. you know, their brains are wired differently and stuff yes. like that. And, uh, Oh gosh, I, I I don't know. There was this really good TikTok that I saw about someone who was talking about ADHD individuals and stuff. And like, you know, TikTok makes me think or made me think that I have it for, you know, have have had it. But honestly, like <laughs> having someone directly diagnosed, I realized how different it is. You know, for someone who is actually diagnosed versus someone who is self-diagnosed you know sure. sometimes and I, I just wonder that, what i said sometimes i just wonder myself yeah. i mean you, you see the videos on on uh online of of people who take it for the first time and they're like crying they're like is this what life is really like like this is yes, amazing but like, like <laughs> here's the know. thing the the amphetamines that they give you like uh, <laughs> uh adderall or something like that yeah. You know, yeah. it's like if I don't know if you've ever taken Adderall. Have you ever taken Adderall? No, no. dude. Like, uh, so everyone says it's like insane, though. Like yeah. you can like focus. It's it's Focusing. okay. It, <laughs> and what? <laughs> when I start me fidgeting, I just take me Ritalin. <laughs> <laughs> no, the um, Adderall. I see. Here's here's another thing. Like I I have taken Adderall in the past. You know, yeah. like for funsies. <laughs> Oh, you know, um, uh, I I was I was told it would be life. similar to Valium. It was not. <laughs> it was oh gosh, who told you that? A Valium, but the thing is, like, so like what it, what it kind of does. I mean, it's an amphetamine or something. So it like you are able to focus and you hyper focus on what the other person is saying or what's going on and stuff like that. But then you, you can't wait for your time to talk. At least that's the way it was with me. And, you know, from what I've seen with my kid, you know, anytime he takes his medicine or something, it does not do that to him. Like hmm. with me, it's like, if I took it, it's like, Oh, I, I I can focus and I can and I want to do this and I want to talk and I you know and I've got all this energy and I was like okay that is definitely not what should it be happening. It made you more ADD. It 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 mm. it made me more like I was more attentive, sure. you know, but man, I was like wide awake and like ready to do things. Like I I took one <laughs> I took one on a, a drive home from uh, from Austin at like two in the morning, right? Uh, <laughs> Uh, thinking that it would, you know, it'd keep me up and <laughs> and like it did. I made it all the way home and then sure. I was up for like four more hours afterwards. Whoa. So it's like, you know, it is it's it's pretty hardcore, especially if you don't need it. You know, but right. Nick, Nick in the chat said Adderall is amazing if you need it. It helps him a lot. So, you know, with your son, with your son, did it help him focus? You said it was it did different. <sighs> the the thing is, like, I, I can definitely see a difference in him when he takes it some of the time, not all the time. Like some of the time he some of the time he's chill out. He's chilled out and he just feels so much more mature, you know, and like I can ask him to do something and he does it immediately. And like we're on the same level. 
you know gotcha. other days he'll take it and it's just like he's still off the wall and like you know not listening and stuff like that it's it's a really interesting adhd is such an interesting thing for me i would love it if he didn't have to take it or didn't or chose not to or whatever but i'm for me it's always been like i'm doing the best thing for him up until yeah. he can make that decision right. for himself you my know? daughter was diagnosed with it too but it's slightly different it's mm-hmm. it's an emotional version of it which is oh. really hard to explain but but it does make certain things difficult for her in school. And so she's on something that actually you don't – it's not one of those where you have to take it every day or it kind of messes mm-hmm. with you. Like it wears off in like 12 hours. So she has to take yeah. it in the morning so she does, she's not up all night. But uh, it does make – it did make a difference with her, her schoolwork. And it was not a decision that was taken lightly. You yeah. know, I mean there was a lot of thought and in, in talking to you know yeah. doctors, counselors into it. <laughs> You know, and so it does help people. Um, yeah, it's just hard the to thing- tell because everything online says everyone's ADD. So right, I know, right, and that's the thing. It's it's like, I don't know. We had to switch his medications around a whole bunch, you know. And I really wish he had stuck with the first one because I really liked the first one, but he hated the way it tasted because it dissolved and like he hates the taste of purple or something like that, you know. <laughs> what what tastes it, like blue? Right. <laughs> so hey, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> Futurama. Uh, okay. You know, it's it, it's interesting. So you take uh, 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 impulse in the chat says, "How do you get diagnosed with it?" And uh, there's actually a, a test you can do. You know, you can do one online, and it's like, it's like the the questions are like. Does it does it seem like the person's constantly running on a mo- as if they're run by a motor? You know, do they have a hard time focusing and stuff? And and with with my kid, it was like he was having a really hard time focusing on reading. You know, his reading was like mega super bad. You know, and yeah. but his math scores are you know through the roof and stuff like that. Interesting. Uh, yeah, and, and I don't know. It's it's. Well, That's the online thing is hard, man. Yeah. It's so hard. The online yeah. test also tells you It was hard for me reading when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> I did a I did a self-diagnosed autism test because TikTok <laughs> made me think that oh, I was gosh. autistic, you I know. I think everyone's a little bit on the spectrum. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I I lose my temper, you know. That was Dude. that was one of the things, you know. That's, that's uh, but hard. the rest of it, I'm like, no, I can keep eye contact with people. I'm pretty good. You yeah. know, you are. See, I so. had a problem with reading too as a kid. So, um. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. It just Matt, even hearing you the way like you, like things you're frustrated with, with your son, mm-hmm. are the same things that, you know, my wife. <laughs> yeah. Say. It's just like, I, she'll like, Hey, do this and I'll forget. I won't do it. Yeah. And it's not like a malicious thing. Like I'm avoiding it. It's just, yeah. I, I will totally, my brain's like, and so my brain just yeah. is like, that's yeah. gone. Like, and you it's know, like and I do that too. Or listening, too. just it's like, just, list, yeah, that's the, hard. The, the frequency of yes. how much it happens is, you know, yeah. the frustrating part. Yeah, it can be really hard. And yeah, I'm like <laughs> yesterday, yesterday, him and I, we, we, we got into it because like, I'm on this kick of like, I want to clean my house. You know, I want my house perfectly clean. I I want I and so I've been throwing away stuff, stuff that I've been holding on for 15 years being like, oh, one day I'll use these, you know, these uh, uh, RCA cables. Right, exactly. Or something like that, you know, telephone cord. Like I've been throwing away all this stuff. And I I said, okay, I, 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 you know, one thing with ADHD 
here's the thing. Let me tell your wife this. Um, physical touch is a big thing. Like, yes. if you grab onto them and, like, look them in the eyes and tell them exactly, you know, that, that helps a little bit. I'm going to have her do that. Just grab me by the shoulders. You need to go right. do the laundry. Shaking you. <laughs> yeah, shake them real hard. You know? But like, Man, how'd you uh, do that and your hair stayed good? Like, <laughs> Here we go. Um, it's clay. It's Dang. clay. So um, I made a list of him I, uh, for him. I said, okay, you need to clean your room. This will take about 20 minutes. You know, if you need to take a five-minute break every, you know, five minutes or whatever, do it, right? I shouldn't have said that, by the way. <laughs> right. <laughs> because like, every time I'd see him around, what are you doing? Are you cleaning? I'm taking my break. I'm on my break. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> you said I had a break. So, and I was nightmare, like, well, nightmare, I nightmare. All the out. I said, I need you to clean this. And I need you to clean this. It will take you 30 minutes. That's all it should take you. All right. If you need to take a couple breaks, go ahead. You know, but it, so uh, it took him all day, all day. And, and so I, 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 I like I, I went in, you know, I said, you can't play video games until this is done. And so like at one point I had come up to his room after like the 15th time he said, OK, it's clean. You know, and I was like, OK, fine. I just ignored him. And I was like, all right, you can play video games, you know, and I come in later that night and like half the stuff that I told him to do is not clean. And he's like, he's like, it's just, it's so boring. I was like, no yeah. shit, it's boring. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think I've been doing every weekend for a month straight is cleaning up after you and cleaning up after your other brother and like, like, yeah, it's boring it's, as hell. All I want to do done. is play video games. But, you know, yeah, I don't know where I was going but with that. money, though. But it's like, <laughs> I just keep now I'm just thinking of that, that TikTok, Dryzen. He put it in my head again. Nightmare, 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 nightmare. So funny. Is that Eric Andre? Right? Yeah, it was. It, it was, was a. It? it was. That was the original that it was from. But we, uh, uh, that he was referencing when he said. Oh, okay, it. I yeah. see. Yeah, God, yeah, that was good. Eric Andre show. Hey, uh, another switch gears. Tell us about yeah. your Mac Studio, Matt. Oh tell, yeah. Tell us what you think? So I, f I finally got my Mac Studio in the mail. Uh, it came early, so it came last week. And so here was the thing. I, I, I had been on the fence about it forever. You know, I, and you, you know, last year before it was announced, I even said, I said, if they make a Mac mini that is slightly better, you know, I would buy that in a heartbeat because I really like the small form factor and stuff I'm like that. Be, and be back. go for it. Yeah. So. I got it in the mail on Thursday, and I absolutely hated it the first day that I got it. But be and that's one hundred percent because I had to work out some issues with my workflow. So sure. what I use on a daily basis, I've got three computers that I'm running now: one monitor, one monitor, one monitor, and I use a program called Synergy. Oh, where they all work together, and I freaking love it. Right. That's awesome. So it's one keyboard, one mouse, and like I'm able to copy and paste between and I can drag and drop some files depending on how big they are, you know, between. So now I, I, I had a hard time getting it set up and then, you know, of course I gotta download all my programs. I gotta get Dropbox synced, which Dropbox was giving me hell. So I was really Do you have to have licenses for each of those computers? Like if if you're No, you buy one. 
You buy, oh. buy one license. So. Hi, my name is Sashia Dumont. I'm a writer, actor, and filmmaker. Hi, my name is Paul Robinson. I'm a director, DP, and filmmaker. We are the creators and hosts of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, an online source for all things indie film. We are a husband and wife film team and co-owners of Send3 Productions, and we started this podcast for filmmakers like ourselves who were producing on micro-budgets with Skeleton Crews. Go Gorilla is a weekly podcast that features various talents in TV, film, and web series productions. We've interviewed filmmaker powerhouses like Kestrin Pantera, Richard Raymond, Alex Ferrari, Cassandra Ebner, and Ryan Connolly. Amazing actors like Hannah Ward, Lou Taylor Pucci, Chris Wataski, and Eileen Gruba. Groundbreaking cinematographers like Jody Lee Lipes, and Jessica Lee Gagne, and many more. We also offer weekly reviews of our favorite films and shows, which vary from low-budget first-time filmmakers to A-listers and everyone in between. Go Gorilla is proud to announce that we have officially joined the MoGraph Podcast Network. So if you love filmmaking as much as we do, tune in every Sunday for a new episode of the Go Gorilla Filmcast. Your, your source, source for, for all things indie film. film. Now available on the MoGraph Podcast Network. Originally, I've, I've been using Synergy for probably 15 years. You know, oh, wow. back when it was like a terminal based thing, you know, yeah. and so or command line based thing. Um, and then they turned it into an actual visual 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 app or whatever. And so I've been using that. And then I upgraded to a new version to where you can have up to 15 computers, oh my which gosh. is absolutely insane. And it could be a mix between Mac, PC and Linux, which is really what? neat. Yeah. Man. So I always use one mouse, one keyboard, you know, <laughs> One, mouse, rest- one keyboard. Wait, wait. You know? If you're if you're rendering, can it and you have one other bridge. GPUs or whatever other processors? Can it use those other processors? What? Like, what do you mean? Like, so you have one computer that has mm-hmm. Octane open, let's say, right. and you're rendering a scene, but you have a whole bunch of other computers with other GPUs. Mm-hmm. Through Synergy, can it can it does it recognize or see those other GPUs and utilize them? No, okay. no, it's it's not like that. It's okay. basically just for mouse and keyboard. Okay. You know, for using your mouse and keyboard, you know, gotcha. across all your systems. So right now, my main, my PC is right here. Then I go up, and now I'm on my Mac, right? And then I go oh. down, and then I go over, and now I'm on my other PC, right? It's oh, all just cool. one mouse, one keyboard, which is really nice. That's I really just fun. use Parsec. Yeah, I don't, I don't <laughs> like, I don't like, I don't like Parsec having Parsec open all the time. You know, Parsec is sweet, but like I use it to get into my other computers in the other room. Yeah. But uh, so I, I, I bought it. I was on the fence on it for a really long time, but I picked up this, you know, three month contract. Supposedly, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> you know, allegedly. and I was like, I, yeah, allegedly, you know. Uh, uh, so I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to get it, you know, and I, I just did it on the, you know, 12 months, uh, you know, equal payments, blah, blah, blah. I was like, I could afford that, you know, for the next year. And so, but I was also on the fence because it's like, well, Apple has this thing where they update, it's called the M1, which means there's an M2 coming out, which means there's an M3 coming out. So it's like, are they going to update it every year? And it's like, so I'm always on the fence about buying an Apple product. Me and uh, Paul were joking around uh, on Discord the other day. He said, yeah, if I don't buy an Apple product within the first two weeks, I'm holding out until the next one. Right, yeah. Yeah. yeah, really. And that's kind of that's kind of what I was doing, but I was like, okay, I've got the chance. I'm going to pull the trigger. I've got 15 days to test this thing out and see whether or not I want to return it. You know, 
because when they were talking about it, when they announced it, they're like, oh, yeah, it's going to be as, as powerful as a 3090. And I was like, hey, if that's a 3090, that's good. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. it, it is definitely not. It is definitely <laughs> not. So I can say out of the tests that I have done, once I finally got Synergy all up and running, which Synergy is an awesome program. If you don't you if you need multiple computers, buy it. It's awesome. It's so good. Um once I finally got Dropbox, I had to resync my entire freaking Dropbox again, you know, um, which was awful. And so I did that. I got all my Creative Cloud stuff installed. I got uh, uh, Octane and C4D and all my other programs installed, <clears throat> and I did a test. So I pulled a, a project. It was just this little Converse project that I did for fun, and I rendered it on my my PC with dual 3090s and then the the Mac Studio, and it was... Uh, a minute 30 on the Mac Studio, and it was 25 seconds on the Dual 3090s. So it's about a third, whatever the mm. thir- a third of the speed of two 3090s. So it's probably, let's see, I think my my 30 my Dual 3090s is a 1350 octane bench. So you're looking at what, like a, a 500, a 450 or something, you know, which isn't great. It's probably I, about I'm a 2070. Sure. Like that, say. when they compare that card to a 30, whatever, 30, 80, mm-hmm. 30, 90, they're more talking about like overall. Because for yeah. you, you're comparing like the CUDA cores yeah. to whatever the equivalent is in that card. It's, so it's a little different. Uh, that's so a good segue I mean, I don't know. Engines. Like the thing is, I can't test it because there's no Mac OS based Octane bench, you know? Right. Like, uh, uh, there's no results for that. So let's see. What's the what's the score? What is that equal to? So that's probably equal to about 450. Uh, <laughs> a a, uh, a 30, 3070 Ti. Okay, that's not too bad. That's not bad. A 3070 okay. Ti. It's probably equal to about a 3070 Ti. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, that seems but like, for price, how does it compare? It's right? $6,000. Okay. Okay. $6,000, which... This machine God. was probably my PC was probably about six thousand dollars too. You know, With two thirty. You have two thirty nineties. Two thirty nineties. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, you're paying you're paying mm-hmm. a fair amount of money. But here's the thing, uh, I did an After Effects test, oh. and I I rendered one video on my PC. It took eight minutes. I rendered it on my Mac four minutes. Okay. So do you so copy me, on the Mac? What? To do your comping on the Mac. Do all Absolutely. your yeah. 100%. And so it's like it's like that was the deciding factor where it's like okay, I'm comfortable with this. I will probably keep it. You know, okay. because because it's so much faster in After Effects. And by the way, I, I got to say, you know, I, I know I give After Effects shit a lot because yeah, they're do. a terrible, unstable, you know, I terrible, agree. terrible, terrible program, mm-hmm. yep. you know. But the new stuff in 2023 where you can actually see how much time each individual frame and what the effects are, you know, what it is causing was fantastic. By the way, drop shadows are awful. Apparently, adding drop shadows increases your render time tenfold. Now, is this on the layer styles or on the drop shadow plugin? Or drop drop shadow shadow plugin, like simulation or or perspective drop shadow, you know? Oh, that's... Yeah, do you try layer styles? So layer styles, yeah. yes, except for when you've got when you're using 3D layers. 3D oh, layers, yeah. it turns it into a 2D layer. Yes, you yeah. know when you're using yeah. layer styles. So if you want to add a drop mm. shadow, you have no other option than 
creating hmm. a drop shadow, you know, or figuring yeah. out. So I was I was turning off drop shadows, figuring stuff out, and I was able to get my render down from three hours to eight minutes, you know, because of yeah. the new, you know, being able to see right. what is causing what stuff. You Have know? you guys played with Calvary? I a have little. not. I I would I I think I downloaded it, but I opened it and I was confused. Dude, you know, it, I'm like if if <laughs> I wish that After Effects was doing what they were doing. It's so it's actually really fast, and mm-hmm. it's like the way you add like effects and stuff, and it's so you just right click on the layer and you just like I want to distort, I want to repeat. It mm-hmm. like I feel like After Effects sh- even should have stuff like what MoGraph has. I, I don't understand like, yeah. like the cloner and all of that. Like I'm like, why they have the repeater, the repeater is garbage ab- though. It is garbage. Like, it is total garbage. Because you can't even like do like fall offs like the right way. It's only offset. And I'm like, this thing's just garbage. Like yeah. they have so much they could update and for it being 2d, the playback should be instant. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> like, right. Like why is Absolutely. the playback should just be like boom every time. Like yeah. shapes, you're animating shapes. Yeah. And it's like, it doesn't, it, I, it shouldn't matter how many layers you have. It's built on mm-hmm. old code. That's the problem. Yeah. That's why it it's won't. really bad. Like, yeah. they have to restructure the whole thing. Even their comping stuff all needs to be fixed. Like, especially going to Nuke, like, because if nu- I use Nuke for compositing, like, yeah. holy crap. It's yeah. just like a 90 difference. Even Fusion is mm-hmm. way better for comp. And so it's like the After Effects just needs to like, like we're doing a huge overhaul. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, I'm wondering if maybe they they couldn't just say, "Hey, we're going to make a new piece of software." Yeah. You know, don't I don't know. say up it almost After would be worth people, it. Well, people might still need After Effects. People still would not want to switch. Why not make yeah. something that's a little? Why not make a new program? Yeah, yeah I don't know. I, or scratch. they just are like. They they keep the old one until they just a new release and they're like we literally restructured the entire thing. Yeah, but that's the thing. They did that. They did that back in CS five. CS five. It was like that was the thing that they were announcing at NAB and they're like, you see that? Do you see that? How fast it was? <laughs> yeah, they're like we completely redid playback. all the code for it. And it's like then I got CS five and I was like, this isn't fast. This is no. bad. Every time they come out with a new version, they say it's got real time video playback. And every yeah. time I'm disappointed. <laughs> Real That's an time. Oxymoron. It's insane. At this point, video, all video stuff should just be like, like we shouldn't ever have right. to buffer. Can, can you answer stuff? me? Why in the world could you cache something in RAM? It's not calculating anything, yeah. and it still will not play in real time. Yeah. I, I don't, don't get, it. get it. Yeah. Yeah. After Effects, they need they need new programmer. I don't know what they need. I don't know what's going on with Adobe with that. Yeah, it's so dumb. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know if it's a Mac or PC thing, but I will say. Uh, I mean, this is a brand new Mac with no bloat in it at all. You know, but like scrolling through the timeline, it's pretty. Fast. It's pretty buttery. You know. Yeah, I mean, that's good. It's not. It's not real time or whatever. You know, but still, but why? It's what? But, yeah, exactly. but why? But why? I know, right? Yeah, I don't know. The should, M1, like especially with animation, like it's the every... M1 Ultra. It's got more. Yeah, but why more is it faster? M1s. Is it CPU? It's CPU. Yeah. Oh yeah. After Effects is all CPU. Uh, but I'm saying specifically, is it the CPU of your new Mac? Yes. And could you get 100%. the equivalent and stick it in a PC? And you mode? probably could. You probably could because I was looking at benchmarks of the card that or the 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 CPU that I currently have, you know, 
which is probably like three years old, four years old, you know? So I'm sure there's a newer version that's probably faster than the M1 Ultra card, you know, or whatever. So, but opening up Octane and seeing that 128 gigs of VRAM available, that's that's nice. That's (laughs) super nice. Yeah. So, but it was weird. I opened up the same project, you know, in Mac and PC and on the the PC, uh, it I, I'm assuming this is how Metal sees it or whatever, right? On the PC, it said I had 10 million polygons or tries or whatever, but on the Mac, it said 18 million. Same project. That's you know, weird. it's just the way I guess the way that uh, uh, doing it through metal versus doing it through you know scene or something. I don't know. Nvidia. That's weird. Like I, I would love to talk to Jules about that and just yeah. ask him because the thing is, like, here's the thing: I'm doing the research for everyone. You know, like right. no no one's buying a Mac Studio to do Octane on it, right? Right. <laughs> I am. Yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of want to be. I wanted. I've always wanted to be back on the mat. The Mac. Uh. Uh. You know. Uh, Mac train. The yeah. Mac train. Back yeah. to the Mac. <laughs> you know, I, I like the operating cool. system. I always have. It is beautiful. You know, yep. and it's like being able to do iMessages in my browser, That's in my sick. operating system, is very nice. It is really you know? nice. Unfortunately, and, it's the price tag. That's why I stick with PC. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I get it. I totally buck. get it. I totally get it. You know? Yeah. yeah. But so we're, we're, I don't know. Um, pushing up on uh, two hours here and I, st- I wanted to get to render engines before oh, yeah. before yeah. we go what, what, what are you pushing what are you what you pushing these days what stuff do i got yeah, like, like yeah, what like, render engine are you using? like what render engine what are you um, doing because you, you were yeah. octane i know that yes. mm-hmm. yep and i'll tell you the history yeah, yeah. we can go through it it was octane it. super fast mm-hmm. and then i felt like it couldn't handle volumes at the time good and bigger scenes so i went to redshift and then i started noticing redshift felt slower mm-hmm. and then i went to now i'm i'll use v-ray c4d a lot it's a really oh yeah the new c4d v-ray v-ray 6 is mm-hmm. awesome hmm. are you using cpu or gpu um i'll use either one I really? can do hybrid or yeah, like, but the CPU in my opinion, it has, I don't know why it looks a little bit better. I don't know why, but like mm-hmm. for me, it's like the CPU, something about it looks better. And I'm actually getting relatively like the same render times. But the reason oh, why really? I like V-Ray 6 so much is all the stuff that comes with it. So it has this Cosmos library. So essentially it's like, imagine Quixel Bridge mm-hmm. and it has tons of free assets like there's cars, furniture, plants, debt. Like, so if you need to like dress set something really quick, it's just like click, boom, boom, boom. HDRs, materials, smart materials. It's super fast. And then, like, when I want to render it, I just there's a button that says Chaos Cloud. I click on it. It opens my browser, sends my whole project over to the cloud, mm-hmm. and I can just go boom, render. And I pay for the render credits, right? But I can render an entire scene on a cloud, and then I can get back to work. So hmm. they've just how much does that cost? Um oh crap, how much was it? Is it like five hundred a year or something like that? It's and I think you wait. So you just pay a f- flat fee? Let me double check. Um, <laughs> wow. I'm yeah. pretty sure. You play a it's like a monthly a flat... it's like it's like an annual thing. Hmm. 
but they'll just render it on the cloud for you? Yeah, and doesn't oh, no, 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 no. You pay for the credits. You pay. For oh, okay. okay. You pay for the credits, dude. But that's killer. So that's it looks like right there, a subscription plan for rendering. Whoo, that would be nice. Mm. But you, I <laughs> that one is also uh, trademark pending. Sorensen. Yeah, yeah, trademarked. So Unless Octane like, wants it, you can have it. Unless, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So V-Ray Solo is thirty-eight dollars a month, or okay. you pay four hundred sixty dollars a year, and it's like an okay. annual thing. But it, but the cool thing is V-Ray includes all the integrations. So for if you're using Maya, Houdini, cool. Blender, Cinema 4D, whatever, it's it has it built in. So that so you get to whatever plugin. Mm-hmm. Um, but the nice thing about the premium one, which I think that's what I do, that one's six hundred and ninety-four dollars a year. But that one you get like they they have a live render called like Vantage. They they have scan materials, um, another cool. plugin. But the the cool thing is that Cosmos library it, they just keep updating it, filling it full of materials, so I can just drag them on really really fast. Yeah, it's like the speed I can like set set up a scene is insane, and it's just because they're built materials and proxy assets built for V-Ray. And so you can build bigger scenes quicker. Um, I just have been super impressed with it, honestly. Like just like really like, oh, this thing's like kind of been like forgotten about, I feel like. And and so, yeah, V-Ray C4D has been a great tool. And then when I'm not using that, if I'm doing like a, like a current like commercial I'm working on, I've been using um, uh, Clarice. And yeah. Clarice is a separate software, not a plug-in, like a render engine for like cinema. Mm-hmm. It's a separate software. Right. So I would export my whole scene out of Cinema or Houdini, and I would bring all the assets into Clarice. And the reason why I would do that is it's an incredible look dev. Um, it has really, really awesome materials, and you can bring in trillions of polygons. Like I've taken right. a raw sculpt out of ZBrush, brought it in, and cloned it a million times, and I can Jeez. render it. And it'll render the same speed as like if I had a smaller scene. So it – there's a huge advantage of using Clarice if you're doing these massive scenes. So anytime you see these huge Wait, battles, so the render time is always the same. It's it's rel- yeah, it's relatively the same. I mean, based on like okay, depends on your materials, right? Right. You have like lots of subsurface scattering or whatever. But what I've noticed, like let's say I'm just doing a gray, um, like a gray fifty percent gray material, and I put it on all the materials, but I scatter it like a million times. It'll mm-hmm. usually be pretty dang close to the same speed as it would have like only had like one it interesting so it's, it's a it's really based i think on like the materials in your lighting mm-hmm. um but it's dude it's such a rad software and the renders look great it brings in it won't do fbx but it'll bring in obj's and olympics and usd mm-hmm. and you can build like if I build like a project, I do a look dev. So I make I like the look and feel of a car, and I built it in one project. I just import that project back into Clarice, and it'll mm-hmm. bring it all in, like the whole project in. Anyway, there's lots of really cool things. It's used a lot at um, DNEG. They use it, you know, and that's DNEG is a huge studio that's done, you know, every freaking you know, massive movie. They Blade Runner's probably the, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of those renders were Clarice mm-hmm. uh, from DNEG, and then ILM uses it. Um, and the, when they have huge amounts of polygons and a lot of stuff to process, Clarice. So I love Clarice, and I've been using V-Ray a lot. And then recently I used Octane again. I went back and used Octane for a project, and I was blown away at how fast it was. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, my gosh. So I'm always jumping around in different render engines. and I mean, I love them all, and I'm open, and I'm trying to always just see what, what what's the right fit for the right project. And that's part of it. 
you know. Like I've been on the cool. Octane train the whole time, just like Hell yeah, I'm still on it, you know. There's something to that too, though, is staying with one because you, yeah, you're familiar, muscle memory. <clears throat> quick. Um, I do I, like that they recently added the um, standard surface materials like in the newest version of Octane, which is really nice, especially if you're using, like if you're jumping uh, render engines, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. Redshift or Arnold or whatever, yeah. they all use the same standard surface, which is great. Yeah. So, yeah. On the V-Ray stuff, did you, when you were uploading to the cloud, is there like a long package time? Because like if you're going to do that with Octane, you got to do the Orbix, right? And mm-hmm. what yeah. if you have like gigantic files, you know, like how does it handle that? It handles it really well. It processes it itself. So it packages it up for you. You just hit send and it would just be like, just collect it and send it off itself. And then it'll be like, here's your project, how many frames and, you know, what format. Right. And you set that all up in your set, your render settings, but it, it handles it really well. And then, you know, when you hit render, you can go and watch and see all the fr- frames rendering. And then you can open your software back up and get back to work so your computer's not bugged down right. you're not like hey sorry client i have to take off the entire day to render um right. but and see, it goes with, like render network um you know you yeah. package it and you send it sometimes you realize oh i had a, a library of you know gsg or whatever do you have any mm-hmm. discrepancy discrepancies that happen sometimes like that or you... i haven't had any problems of it like losing textures materials or anything i don't know how they package it but i just haven't had it it does a v-ray a chaos dot the scene or something like that that's the format but i haven't had any materials get lost any textures get lost i'm not sure how they're doing it but it just mm-hmm. what i see on you know what i'm seeing on my computer is what i'm getting in the end and that's cool that's always nice because it is sometimes annoying you're like oh shoot i'm missing a texture file i'm missing this right. and oh that wasn't linked <laughs> yeah whatever i'm seeing in cinema is what i'm gonna get and that's nice yeah it's really nice uh, yeah, so V-Ray has been really cool. It's just been – it's fun to explore these different softwares. I mean I'm paying out the buck because I pay for each of these. <laughs> yeah. I buy them all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> On Clarice, like what is the what is the point – like someone listening, they're like, oh, Clarice, okay. Why do I need that? Like what's the point to where sure. you're like I need to step up to this because what? So, you know. so if you have a – like a massive um, landscape and the camera's flying around through the scene Mm -hmm. and you're going to go all the way down to like, you know, you're in a canyon and it goes all the way down to this like teeny area where there's a little lizard and there's lots of little (laughs) pep and it's like 8K, 12K textures. It's just super detailed. You can bring in the highest poly assets, you know, the highest scanned things from Quixel or whatever and it won't, you can just move your scene around quickly. That's the other thing. When you're previewing this thing, you bring in as much as you want, and it does not – it doesn't go slow at all. Like mm-hmm. the preview window is to me like the the most magic because mm-hmm. I'm just like painting with a scattering brush. It's like – and no I'm just problem. like, oh, each of these – and each point is like a million polygons, and I'm just painting. Like do, 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 and there's just yeah. the – so I never have to like optimize my scene and be like, oh, I need to use like a lower – you know, I need, I need lower polys. Oh, now I can't play back because there's too many polygons. It just like runs really fast. So the preview is amazing. It's, you know, that's the biggest thing is like the, the better and better your scenes will look is the faster you can iterate on them. A lot of times we won't iterate and make a scene better because 
it's taking too much <clears throat> time. Like I've had experience in cinema where I've like keep throwing more and more stuff in a scene and then I can't even like orbit around something at the solo, solo, solo. Mm-hmm. But in something like Clarice, that's not a problem because it's not even actually importing the geometry. The geometry is living outside. It's, it's doing yes. a weird thing. It's like referencing it. It's right. only referencing it. Mm-hmm. That's what so, Octane's going to be doing pretty soon. Yeah, and and maybe that yeah, and that could be a huge you know game changer because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. as soon as you're like, oh yeah, this scene has trillions of polys, and and I brought in the most dense VDB files right. that would crash in anything else, and I'm just like orbiting around it. Like, <laughs> it's like no problem. No problem. You're yeah. able to just iterate quicker and get something super highly detailed really fast and the tools in it for, as far as like layout are amazing they have cool brushes the commands like on your keyboard are really easy to just play stuff perfectly on a surface there's just lots of things like that the the materials are great they have really really great ways of being able to scattering stuff based on like your material on slope on curvature um there's just a lot of really cool tools within it. So I've just become more and more of a fan and I love being able to just bring everything in there and reliably know that it's going to, it's just like a really robust and solid software. It's dependable. It just dependable software, which is great. Not a lot of glitches and problems. So I'm not doing a lot of fixing. So yeah, huge fan. So yeah, everyone should go check out Clarice, um, isotropics.com. Go check it out. How much is it? Um, I think it's like a, for indie a thousand dollars, and then I think the renewals two hundred a year after that. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's nice. That's not bad. Yeah, yeah, and the community is great. So if you ever jump in there, go on Discord, join their um, Discord, and people in there are always awesome. Like, I'll just post screen grabs or whatever. Like, hey, how do I do this and this? And people are just like, quick to reply. Isotropics, P-I-X. Yes, P-I-X. Isotropics. Um, yeah, great community, super helpful. And you're talking to industry professionals, like some of the guys I'm, I like fanboy over and they're answering <laughs> my questions, uh-huh. you know? So that's always fun. You're like, Oh my gosh, I'm talking to the guy that like he worked on star Wars and he did this scene oh, and he's answering my questions. So it's fun to like kind of rub shoulders with guys that are doing really, really fun stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I've. I love all render engines and you know, we can even talk about unreal. Unreal is amazing. I unfortunately <laughs> haven't gone into it yet. Cause every time I'm going to for a project, I'm always like, Oh, but we're doing this Houdini sim. So I can't. Yeah. You know? Right. <laughs> right. So yeah, I just unreal engine haven't found a place for it in my workflow for any reason yet. It's not that I, I don't here, want to, but <laughs> here's the thing. Everyone, if you, if you want a job, Get Unreal Engine. Learn mm-hmm. Unreal Engine. Yep. Because there are the amount of jobs that I'm seeing on LinkedIn. When I search Cinema 40, I don't see many jobs, right? When I search After Effects, I see a fair amount of jobs. If you type in Unreal, Unreal Engine, yeah. the amount of jobs that are available is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Like, it is. It's, it's insane. Right. Yep. Yeah. It is getting a little nuts of how mm-hmm. much there is out there. I, for I it. think everyone is going to need to learn Unreal Engine yeah. at, at some point. You know. Yep. Unless yeah, so. yeah. Unless what you know, like what we were talking about earlier, is because it's becoming everything's becoming more real time, and it's mm-hmm. maybe as soon as like Octane right. or once Brigade comes, all out, these are all just like real time. Then saying. it won't matter which engine yeah. you're using. You know. Yeah, Brigade, and I don't. <sighs> 
I, I don't know. I, I don't know about the mm. Unreal stuff, man. It, it's there's a lot of things I don't like, and I've I've talked about it enough times on the show. But yeah, um, with with the things that you're seeing, Matt, online, like you were mentioning it before the show this morning, like oh, this is Unreal, and this is Maya, and you're seeing less cinema stuff. But mm-hmm. you, you got to keep in mind that those are for jobs specifically looking for an animator. Yeah. The, the good thing is, and if you don't could want. Be- well, if you don't want to learn a new thing, if you're like, right. oh, I don't want to learn Maya, I don't want to learn Blender, I don't want to learn Unreal, because I know how to do what I need to do in right. cinema or whatever program you're in, right? Like, those kinds of jobs are the ones where someone needs you to make a piece of art and they don't care how you how you do it. Right, right. I And I get that. I totally yeah. get that. It's just like, it's it, it's I have yet to find, and maybe this is just a LinkedIn thing. Where it's like, okay, maybe LinkedIn is just not it's just feeding you. It's with, not right. set up for you know for yeah, that makes uh, sense. for cinema 4D people or something like that. Maybe there's some yeah. something else you know. I don't yeah. see a lot of know. Blender stuff on there either. I see a ton oh. of Blender. Oh, you stuff, do. You know? Yeah. I mean, you type in Blender for jobs. There's tons of them. But hmm. the biggest thing that I've noticed is Unreal Engine. It's like yeah. Unreal Engine, Unreal Engine, Unreal Engine. You know, everyone wants you to know Unreal Engine. There I are just, tons of jobs out there. I, I just don't like that because I'm so used to a traditional 3D platform. Yeah. I hate getting in there and using like navigating. Oh, I yeah, know it's, it's just terrible. me. It's me mm-hmm. not using it enough. I just I'm like, oh, it's so annoying. I don't like yeah. the way you move around. <laughs> I see people yeah. moving around in it too, and I'm like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do no. It like that. I don't like to fly around. It just yeah. There's something that they definitely like. It's it's obviously going to keep getting more and more amazing, and mm-hmm. I'm seeing amazing stuff. But it's interesting because like even with like the um the light like when they did the the virtual production stuff, a lot of times they're like, oh yeah, they only use virtual production. I'm like. Actually, I've talked to a lot of the artists, and a lot of times they replace the backgrounds. <laughs> like they'll use it for lighting and reflections. Oh, that's mm. funny. And I yeah, I've talked to a lot of artists. Yeah, and they'll be like, or there was flickering or a weird thing with Unreal Engine, and and so they'll end up cutting out like the Mandalorian and then replacing a lot mm-hmm. of the environment. Right. And they're like, the reflections mm. are great. It casts a nice light, but they're not always using it as the Gosh. final. Sometimes they I can are. only imagine like how much roto work is involved. Oh, yeah. No, there's sometimes a ton of roto work, Jeez. but people act like, no. And I'm like, Actually, <laughs> no, I'm wrong. Like, I've talked to yeah, artists uh-huh. that have worked <laughs> uh-huh. on some of those. So and it's just, yeah, it's an interesting, And but I love, I think unreal is amazing. And maybe if you're doing, you know, it's hard. It's hard because like some clients can't tell the difference between like a really, really nice render and an unreal render. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can, as mm-hmm. artists, we can look at it and be like, "Oh, that was unreal." Like you can look at yeah. it and be like, "Oh, that was unreal." Oh, that's definitely like Octane. Oh, that's Redshift. But for some clients, yeah. they may not care. Sometimes they they just want speed, and so you're like, "Do I do this mm-hmm. product render all in Unreal Engine because it's so fast, or is it just worth it to keep it in?" octane and you know do it all there i don't know mm-hmm. you know yeah. yeah i saw a flat earther who was trying to say on tiktok <laughs> the other day that uh you know have you seen how a realistic unreal engine is nasa's just doing that and it's like no people would be uh... able to tell like <laughs> dude those are my favorite is seeing like so uh, this one guy was talking about the space video the live space stream from the space station he's like it's all cg man yeah it's all cg and i'm like 
it is so funny because I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm like, just you know, to show how good CG has gotten. Exactly. Honestly, they pull out the JPEG artifacts and they're like, look, it's fake. Look, look at the JPEG but artifacts. Like, what? But even just the live streams, they think it's like a live stream of like VFX happening live with like cloth sim and cords floating around and yeah. and like seeing someone spit like bubble and I'm like. These? I'm like, no, you're My giving favorite, us credit. There's a guy at the space station, and he had this thing behind him, and it's this grid. And the grid is there because when they're doing experiments, they want a reference to scale. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he's like, look, that's a green screen. It's like, dude, first of all, it's dark, like, green, blue. And second of all, there's a grid on it. Why would you put a giant a grid green. that you can't key out on it? <laughs> I know, he's a road of them out. Why? <laughs> like, yeah, at that point. I love it. Yeah, I just, giving yeah. us too much uh, credit. <laughs> uh, Impulse says, "I know exactly how you feel. I'm a gamer and used to move with WASD, and it's still annoying AF." Yeah, I mean, you don't have to use WASD, no. you know. Well, yeah, I mean, yes, but it's still the the concept of like trying to navigate around in that in that manner. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm so fast yeah. in cinema. Like, I'm like click, 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 hit the S key, hit the S key, hit the S yep. key, bam, front and center. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so it fast is nice. in navigation. I can't, I can't navigate like that in any other program. I was going to say, there's a really cool thing with Unreal Engine and Nuke, though. And um, Nuke 14 is so they have a live link between Unreal Engine and Nuke. Ooh, and dude. yeah, it's it's actually pretty insane. And it will bring over all your AOVs, like your normal depth crypto mats, live in Nuke. Jeez. So you could set up a camera and do like a live animation. And then have Nuke open, and you can start comping in layers live, like nice. it in Nuke. So there's stuff that like they're doing that's just like. So man, does that mean does I mean, which means you could probably get a much better image out of Unreal Engine, yeah. Versus wow, if you're if it's connected to Nuke, because then you're live compositing. So I can yeah. look over at Unreal and be like, let's move the camera there, and then go back to Nuke, and then be like, oh yeah, we're gonna put some fog or you know sparks right here that are real, yeah. and not have to simulate them in Unreal. So you're Jeez. kind of bringing like two D compositing live with Unreal Engine open, and they're just linked. Like Nuke. Now, if only you could get that camera stuff. information from it the camera, look- if the camera could just do it. <laughs> oh, from the Wait, real they, camera. Oh, yeah, they're from a real camera. Oh, the real camera. That's right. Yeah, I was going to say, they do camera. have that for <laughs> the whole yeah. three. Yeah, you have that all in Nuke. It'll bring right. your camera, your 3D camera and everything. But, um, yeah, it's so there's some cool things. And in Nuke, if anyone loves Nuke like I do, they have a they have their own, um, uh, gosh, what's it called? Like uh, AI engine, essentially, called Copycat. Mm-hmm. And you can train models for, like, you, like, basically rotoscope two frames and then it'll go oh. through and do the rest of the rotoing for you. Whoa. That's something we didn't talk about. AI is going to make that so much better. Oh, my I gosh. Yeah, dude. Of... Yeah. So there's yeah. – Nuke is definitely – they're jumping ahead with, like, the AI tools. Like, there's mm-hmm. so many things like skin cleanup. You clean up two frames or – you know, cool. That's great. And then it'll go through and do the rest for you. Oh, so man. See, I want that. Yeah, dude. Like, how yeah. is that going to make I, I would our love, lives worse? I, it's I not, would it's love to hop on the Nuke train, better. but it's – so yeah. expensive. I know. Nuke Indies, I think, what, 500 Is it? A year? Yeah, and it's 4K. Oh, okay. so okay. it's 4K points. now? Okay. Yeah, 4K for Nuke Indie. Nice. Um, I, if you're comping, I would say do not do any, like, 
motion graphics in there. I know, that's yeah. the thing. Like, a good majority of the stuff that I do is motion graphics. It's too much. But I don't do motion graphics pretty. Like, if you're like, I want to bring them in and, like, add extra, like, little effects and things like right. that. Um, or comping any, like, stock stuff. I'm like, Nuke's amazing. Um, mm-hmm. So... Yeah, or if you're doing projections, you're like, hey, like our 3D stuff looks good, but if I reprojected some textures I painted in Photoshop back onto the geometry to make it look even better, yeah, like mm-hmm. Nuke is the way to go. So yeah. comping, I'm always like trying to push people in the Nuke because it's it's once you understand nodes, how do nodes work? It just yeah. it changes the game. So yeah. Anyway, yeah. lots of fun stuff. Love Nuke, cool, man. Anything uh, coming up that you're working on? Or anything? Yeah, like, uh, I have a really cool or... project. Hopefully, in March, I'll be able to share um, that I'm working with one of our clients. Uh, software I'm using: Clarice, Nuke, Houdini, Cinema, all on this one project. Um, wow. Substance. I'm multiple animators. It's a big, bigger commercial piece. Um, it I think is going to be beautiful and awesome. So I'm really excited. It's like actually a client project I'm super stoked about. Cool. So yeah, hopefully in March I'll have some. I can't share much, but you'll uh, have yeah. to just come back on. You know, I mean, right? Yeah, yeah. Love to, guys. Absolutely. I feel like we could go a couple more hours. You know, we I could know. very, very easily go a couple more hours. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's we so haven't done fun. like a over two hour show in quite a while, actually. I know. We should really try to. Dude, we could <laughs> I mean, talk. Let's go yeah. sixteen hours one time. Yeah, yeah. We'll We've just tried. bring. We'll bring like a pan to sit on and just go to the bathroom live. Oh now nah, we'll just you, you just go. <laughs> yeah. No, it makes it more interesting. The bidet, you know. The bidet. Right. Remember the bidet. We'll just we'll just do the whole the show from hack. our toilets. The on toilets. Yeah, there you go. I mean, a TikTok there. Just occasionally well you podcast. hear. Dude, we would yeah. all have hemorrhoids by the end. <laughs> <laughs> on That's that fun. note. On that note. <laughs> speaking of hemorrhoids. Um, if if people want to like check out your stuff, if they want to talk to you, if they yeah. want to ask you a question, where should they go on the interwebs? I would say my Instagram is the best thing. VFX under dash central on Instagram. That's the best place to find me. Okay. Message me, follow me, whatever. Stalk you, Share, whatever. Stalk me. Mm-hmm. I love it all. Cool, cool. Thanks. Cool. All right, well, we're going to get out of here. You can rate us on iTunes. You can leave a review on your podcatcher of choice. Subscribe because it helps get our ratings up. You can say you've been there, done that, got the T-shirt with the MoGraph logo T, the Paul Bab Feel the Bab 2020 shirt. All the profits from that go to Doctors Without Borders. The Brender Things T-shirt, hoodie, and long-sleeve tee, the MoGraph Blandishment shirt, and the That Render is Fire shirt, which you're only allowed to wear ironically. Unless you're shams. Unless you're shams. Yeah. Check us out on MoGraph.com. Make sure you check out the courses on there and uh, see if, you know, maybe you want to stop being afraid of Houdini, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to check out some Unreal stuff, there's some great stuff on there. See, Aaron, you, yep. could, you could do that. Yep. You know? yep. so we'll hook Just you up. We'll hook you up. You hooked us up okay. with yours, and I still get yeah. the message every week that I haven't finished yeah. it. You haven't done anything. Yeah. And I haven't either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, so there's that. Make sure you check out MoGraph TV. That's MoGraph.com slash TV. Or just go to our YouTube channel at YouTube.com slash MoGraph. Turn it on. Rip the knob off. And uh, meet some new friends and watch some fun shows. And uh, that about wraps it up. I don't have anything else. Again, Aaron, thanks again. Thank you, guys. That was fun. Yeah, man. Until next time, I'm Dave. And I'm Matt. 
And I'm Aaron. Have a good one. Later, you. Pretty good, I guess. MoGraph.com, an online resource for motion graphic artists. Start your week with the MoGraph podcast. Industry news, interviews with your favorite artists, and terrible humor. Watch live shows and interviews from MoGraph events like NAB, SIGGRAPH, HALFRES, and local meetups. <laughs> Our MoGraph talks feature live demos and motivation from artists all around the world. Sometimes you got to make stuff that you're not going to put on your reel, and I'm not here to judge. What if Rick and Morty show up for the countdown at midnight? That's where I peaked in life, in my career. We gotta stop this thing, Rick! It's gonna kill us all! Hear from the people that create your software, design your render engines, and artists that are changing the face of modern motion graphics. Can you get that render done? Yeah, you better frame frame what? MoGraph tutorials and online classes will teach you about Cinema 4D, After Effects, as well as other popular software and render engines. Throw in HDR Studio, take the render settings, pick the HDR, put a reflection, and gorgeous. Branch into new software. Learn time-saving tips, techniques, workflows, and lessons that'll keep you up to date in the world of motion design. Oh, brother, those are some of my favorite elves. I love projects that scare me. When our art director comes to us and asks for something that I had never done before, man, it gets me pumped. Join the conversation in our live sessions. Check out our plugins or join the hundreds of daily active users in our Slack channel for technical help, advice, contests, or just to joke around. Real nice banana. Ah, that's so funny. All right. I'm going to live forever. <laughs> Subscribe today and get the latest updates on our YouTube and other social media channels. Take all your dreams and just do it! We don't care how you get here, folks. Just get here. Subscribe to MoGraph.com.